Welcome, everybody, to the Euphoria podcast. This is episode 10. I'm your host, Dracos, joined by Deficio. As always, a podcast about all things EULCS. Today, we're going to be giving out some totally made-up EULCS awards. We're going to be doing a quarterfinal review. We're going to be asking our guests to go 1v1 in some semifinal predictions. We'll have some semifinal discussion as a whole. And then we'll do some finalized predictions and some over-under, a segment we're borrowing from our friends over at the NALCS countdown. Of course, our two guests today returning, as they have both been on the podcast before, we are joined by Perks and Reckless. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. How does it feel to be the first two players who get to return to the podcast? Mm -hmm. Special. I feel really honored. It's like, a great being honor. here but next to this guy and next to this guy and this guy. Technically, you're in front of us, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. also being right here next to you guys. <laughs> Mark, like, technically, just, you're just Wait, it, it's also whatever. adjacent. I'm still sad about the promise camera, though. What's that about? Uh, I can film on my phone. We, <laughs> we ran into some technical uh, difficulties. We were in the process of building a set, and then some stuff happened. Apparently, I don't it's half-built. You can actually see it if you are... I think it's around where you guys are shooting interviews. Mm. Oh, yeah. Actually, Next to yeah. that, there's like a half-completed set. Yeah, it got it got delayed. So yes. maybe for summer? Yeah. Let's aim for summer split. We'll aim yeah. for summer. We'll keep you guys posted for everybody listening to you. But for the viewers who obviously will be very interested in what the players are wearing at the moment, uh, I can say that Reckless is completely packed in Fnatic gear. Yes. Uh, from top to toe. Interesting. Uh, no G2 gear on him, sadly. Perks, on the other hand, is uh, wearing covered. only G2 stuff. <laughs> so we literally have two perfect team mascots here. Yeah, and I think it says Love Carlos somewhere as well. <laughs> Carlos. Really, really wow. likes. Carlos. I didn't know they had an I love Carlos shirt. <laughs> they do so now. Um, so I want to ask. Recently, like we get always, uh, we had a bunch of people leave the office last week to shoot these features. You know, leading up to playoffs, and uh, I always think they look really cool afterwards, right? When the sound is edited in. But then I like think about the player shots without like the music playing in the background and i wonder how it feels for you guys because we've got these shots of like you pounding your chest like people are slicking their hair back they're making what is what is the actual experience like when you're filming those those kind of video features for playoffs um so for us it was actually really awkward like especially those parts for me really awkward um because we do it over and over right something like we do it once and then the other guy goes like i'm pounding my chest like 10 or 20 times and it's <laughs> not getting better with each so it was really really awkward but i think the worst one was probably when broxa was doing his segment and he was doing whatever move he was up to and then he was ending it with broxa smash and the room was completely quiet so, it so was like so he's literally does, no one else talks during this it's just broxa was the only person who talked i mean him. we are having a chat in the corner right but usually we're quite uh, quiet because mm -hmm. sometimes they're even ro rolling the audio, right? So we're just trying to not disturb, but then you just hear him screaming, you know, Brox the smash and Wait, pounding his chest. Did they ask him to say anything or did he just do it? I think they asked him to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's kind of become a thing ever since he joined LCS since he's kind of like the buffed guy <laughs> and I know they have the Twitch chat memes and all that. It's so true. He's, it's, yeah, it's become a thing to say Brox the smash and, and pound your chest like King Kong. It's just Kong. the perfect image of like this very serious studio set with just only Brox screaming at the top of his <laughs> I mean, but I mean, if there's any the guy audio. that does it, it has to be him. You know, yeah. he's actually a buff dude. So, so G two, anyone screaming? Uh, perks smash? Uh, no, we, we don't really have some some smashing on G two. <laughs> no, no, it's more of a Roxa thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty sick mask though. Yeah, yeah actually, our actually mask jelly. is really really cool. Like every time we have to film, there's always like a mask there because it's just so cool, and everything we do, it just makes it so much better. But so, do you guys bring the mask or do... I think Rai just brings the mask. Rai brings the mask. Yeah. 
Oh, you guys did sell. I them. thought I it was G two. I, I think I think they actually like probably just bought the mask so they can just wear it everywhere. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. They, you guys made like a super small batch and sold like a hundred or so after that that one finals where it was you guys versus unicorns of love and like because that's where it started. That's yeah, what that's what I that was that was hype. That was good. It was times. pretty insane. I remember standing in the venue. Uh, it was the first time we did the two guys with the flags walking yeah. in first, and we had Romar from Unicorns of Love, obviously dressed up in whatever cosplay this time around, carrying carrying this like giant flag with him. Super awesome! The crowd went nuts. And then music fades, new song starts for G two, and then Lothar, their Halfstone manager uh, from G two, walks in. Also pretty buff dude. Got to give him that credit. Looks super sick in his cosplay. But the only thing I remember, and I'm very sorry to say this, but the crowd started booing. Yeah, that was really <laughs> And I was just like, what? Like They sold you out. How are you booing at this? Like, this makes no sense. No matter how much you can like the one team, like, how can you boo at the other one in the final? You, it's not that a home a versus a, I mean, they a way. Got, they got really embarrassed right after, so. Yeah, you guys didn't kind of crush Unicorn, <laughs> so I guess. That was pretty, yeah, they so got their, their moment they get for boo. <laughs> but, but it was sick. Like a game, though, right? When you guys were trolling with Philosophy. Yeah, we were trolling. Like, yeah. we, were, we were legit, we were, like, too bored. They were too bad, so we had to pick... Like a fiddlestick and some shit. Myth fiddlesticks doesn't sound too great when you think about it now. Old actually, school. he was kind of carrying that game. Oh, he was actually kind of carrying that game. Like, I think me and Sven and Trick fucked up a bit. And then, I mean, I, I don't know, the series was just a free win. Um, right. yeah. my, my question is if you guys meet each other in the finals, I know that Lothar can be there as the big buff flag carrier guy for G2. Is there a fanatic? Is there like a fanatic streamer or CSGO player or something? Do you guys have a big buff guy waiting to carry a flag? Because it's like an EU tradition. It's now. actually true. You can't get to the final without a big you buff guy. You might as well use Brox at this point, right? Like it's already <laughs> him out to yeah. someone else so they can carry yeah. the flag. Brox people smash people can and play everything. jungle. Brox is now the flag carrier. <laughs> oh, we just need, I guess we just need Brox to do him pick and ban face to not be with the team but stand behind them and wave the flag. And then when the game starts, you can just sit down. Just give him dog I mean, he can just pick out. the champion while like with the yeah, flag. Yeah, like, like, go and pick the, the flag. We'll talk, we'll talk to the official competitor ruling allowing Brox to smash. <laughs> smash. All right, so our first segment is what we're calling totally made up ULCS awards. Basically, we feel like one, there aren't enough awards. You know, all pro team, everyone loves awards, man. Rookie coach, it's not enough anymore. We need more, and they don't cover all of the things that make LCS great. So. We're going to start with a pretty serious one right off the bat. I want to know in your guys' opinion, who is the most handsome player in the EU LCS? Mm. You want to start with yours? I mean, like, I was it? thinking about Cabo first, but then you guys mentioned Cole uh, before. I, so. I, mentioned, I, I mentioned, I take Cole. And when you think like, about Cole, like, he's a very beautiful man. Blue yeah. eyes, blonde hair, mm. got that pretty buff. Strong Danish. Aesthetic look. The smile. He's like, also in good shape, unlike the Dane sitting next to me. Yeah, yeah, no. Cole is in great He went to Brazil to train. Like, yeah. that shows how serious. At, like, a Danish is. training camp in Brazil. That is serious. That, that is shows commitment. your commitment. I don't even know they were Danish. I think people I'm biased, in anyways, about Cabo because I'm trying to grow a beard myself sometimes Dude, and it's you. not working and he just has like this Wait, can amazing... You, can you grow an actual beard? <laughs> no, that's the problem. I, I've tried for like a year and a half now and it just doesn't oh, happen. I just get this like, more, like this yeah. cheek beard, you know. I kind of have your issue as well and the problem is there's no real good solution. To be yeah. fair, Reckless's little beard looks a lot better than your beard when you don't what? shave. I you have like sides. You, yeah, you get the sides, then you get these weird patches. Yeah, like, I have holes here and here so that's like next to the mouth which is completely missing and that's obviously not great. I get a fantastic neck beard. I, it covers nice. the entire thing. Is that a naughty thing? Because I have the same problem, actually. 
Uh, like an expert is fine, but then on the I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but again, like we can try as much as we as we want. Like I look uh, myself in the mirror. I try and like squeeze really hard to see if I get some <laughs> hairs coming out. But out. like, and the Cabo is just chilling, and he has this perfect beard. It's and insane. a crazy mustache. Yeah. So Cabo and Cold. so he's the runner up. Cold, Cold is number one. Runner. Yeah. Is there anyone else? I need I need number two. What do you mean perks? Cold is number one right off the bat? Uh, they all mentioned Cold instantly. I don't know. I, mean, I only have Cold on my list. Yeah, you like the, the clean shaven. He is buff. He's as hell. He worked for that. I mean, there must be someone else, right? Only players, right? Yeah, players. Only players. I mean, costumes would be too easy. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about coaches? Ooh, ooh, Yamato Cannon. Ooh, yeah, yeah. He's a very handsome man. At least he used to be. I don't know. I haven't really paid attention too much lately, but he's I remember back in the day, he was really well dressed. And oh, he's still well dressed. Yeah, still. Uh, he okay. tries at least. Uh, yeah, I just haven't. I mean, well dressed about it. Doesn't mean handsome. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it does go in the well dressed. You know? It does buff you up a little bit. <laughs> to be fair, but he is quite handsome yeah, as well. Yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Janen when he has the hair? He pulls all the way back, like the real Swedish uh, pretty boy hair. <laughs> no, I mean reckless style. beats him in the Swedish pretty boy contest. Yeah, but we easily. can't pick reckless. I, reckless can't pick reckless that doesn't mean i can't pick reckless oh, okay. <laughs> well that's kind of rude to perks isn't it <laughs> it's true perks you're not as pretty as reckless i'm sorry man nah, reckless know. is just it's what the about Nords, man throttle is pretty Sprattle's awesome mm, pretty decent you like yeah. the nordic people there i just think it's cool when you have like the full beard and mm-hmm. mm. you do the hair as well it just mm. looks pretty yeah, nice the beard. it's hard it's hard to look good with short hair no beard i think unless you're buffed up like cold yeah because then, then it looks aesthetic. Maybe Cole, I think Cole might be number one. I think we've all agreed he's number one. All right. Well, he won something this split. That's good for Cole. There you go. <laughs> and he's on the analyst list for the final. That's two wins for Which him. is perfect because that's where he gets to show off his handsome face the most. Okay, yes. so most handsome player of the split award goes to Cold. Is our runner-up Cabo. We didn't have a third one. What I mean, about the bottom teams? I'm trying to think of like Giants. Joko is pretty... pretty yeah, bad. I saw him on the analyst list this week and it actually looked... He looks actually look yeah, pretty good. Yeah, good in a suit, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I was surprised. He actually looked pretty yeah, good. Joko has blue eyes. I remember that. Yeah. He oh, you eyes. noticed that? Yeah. yeah nice. I actually noticed, like, they, he has really nice eyes. Yeah, Joko is for sure up there. Uh, so Joko's number three. Yeah. Oh, I, I, can, I can remember okay. that. Wait, is it Cabo Joko? Is it art? Because we talked so much about the Nords, but well, two, two French, two French players coming in? I just wrote French instead of Joko. It's <laughs> 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 not, not a player. All right. We're gonna call, I'm just going to call it there. Cold first, and then two French players behind him in Cabo and Joko. We'll get we'll get an official award. We're not gonna get him a plaque. We'll get him a nice graphic. We'll no put trophy it or anything. Trophies are expensive, man. I mean, actually, you can get really cheap trophies. All right, maybe we'll get him a really, <laughs> cheap really garbage. All right, next question: Who would be the best caster among pro players? It could be analytical. Uh, it could be hype. Me, you. I would be the best. I would, okay, I would be the best caster. Okay, well sure. then. What, give me the argument. Yeah. Uh, so, I listened to the Fisher casting, and I realized I can do better than that. Oh, <laughs> hey! so, I was about to say, put Perks in that list. I mean, to be fair, Perks, <laughs> you're joining a list of at least 30 other people in the US. <laughs> yes. Yeah, way. you're not unique okay, there, man. <laughs> seriously, my, I could cast, like, I'm, I could get really, like, with some Red Bulls, I could get really hyped. Mm. So I could be like a good uh, shout caster, ah, you know. The so you'd be caster. like a play by play caster. I could be, I could be play by play, or I could also be the the color caster, right? Yeah. yeah. So because my my game knowledge is out of this world, so mm. no matter what, I, I could like actually like shift my 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 cast styles. So you could basically solo cast. I could I could solo cast a series. Oh, that's hard. Damn. Very. Impressive. I was gonna pitch you and Yanko. You guys, could but only if you have some Red Bull, right? Yeah. Only if I have. Yeah. yeah. What about some monster? 
Wait, I can I can set you up. Oh, <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> that I love Harlow shirt that you're wearing, Perks would look really good with it. I love monster shirt. Yeah, there you go. Get all the sponsors. All right, all right. So okay, Perks, Perks nominates himself. That's respectable. Uh, Is there anyone else who like really stands out? I would like to hear Gilius casting. <laughs> Because I, I feel like he's so enthusiastic about everything. So and he's very it would be nice, nice too. Which is very interesting yeah. to him. Very opinionated. Would actually be super entertaining. Because, uh, for example, you guys have had called a lot on the, yeah, the analysts, yeah. right? But I don't, for example, listen uh, enjoy listening to him that much because I think he is the exact opposite to Julius. He doesn't really pick a side. He just kind of... Mm. Like floats in the middle, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And I would rather listen to someone that has a very strong, strong opinion, opinion. Yeah. and are mm. sure about what they feel. See, I would love Gilius to be confident if he was sitting uh, on the caster desk. We had him on the podcast, and he was just very friendly and wholesome. He didn't like, he didn't pick a side. <laughs> but he's very result uh, oriented in his way of feeling, right? So, for example, after their games against H2K, I can understand if he didn't feel that great because they almost yeah, lost yeah. that series, right? Meanwhile, they were still like, twice or three times as good as HK as a team so he was still ready to uh you know yeah he threw some shots stuff and he, but that was mostly jungle like I, at least yeah, from what was. i listened it was mostly jungle versus jungle it wasn't yeah. really team didn't throw team. shots to the whole team yeah <clears throat> so guess would be interesting i do think though for next split we should try to get more tricast involving players this makes me think just i mean we've already started putting the them, issue putting is, is you guys made first. lcs too close if this had been last year when we had like two last weeks where literally none of the games mattered it would have been the perfect time to just randomly bring players onto the caster desk yeah i was sure. sad about that as well i was actually thinking about pulling out the vein or something but the and teams we were playing were playing for playoffs yeah, so yeah. we couldn't do anything no i mean and i respect you know. that that mentality that if they're playing for something you should play for play seriously because who do you think could be a good caster i'm thinking kasing could actually be uh, interesting I don't know, man. Kasing is interesting. I want to hear just Perks. Just be laughing Perks is, all the time. Perks yeah, that would be entertaining, I guess. Yeah, but I feel like that's more of a PGL thing than maybe an in-game thing. Maybe for a special stream. Like yeah. A lane stream. Like or the lounge stream they have in NA. Yeah, would be yeah. Kind of cool. Kasing maybe. So yeah, basically, I, we have Perks at the moment as the, the Perks is the runner. most confident in Gilius. his delivery. Admittedly, he's selling himself, but I think. Do we just give it to Perks? Reckless? Do you think, think Perks could do it? Can you get loud enough? That's one of the questions. I think we don't have any other candidates, guys. I think we just have to. Do you to. have like a sample? Do you want to give us like a little Can little you case? actually try and play by play something? Like, can you try and give us like 10 seconds of you? I can find a clip of a team fight and then you can get to. Play. Okay, okay. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. So you guys talk about all the options. I can do it. I can do it. I mean, look, I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal. We'll, we'll, we'll pause who would be the best caster. We'll come back to it after the next one. Okay. And we'll get the Perks casting sample while we get the clip ready. Okay. All right? I'll and find a fanatic clip. Fanatic clip. Right now, I'm missing some coffee in the body, but I can still do it. I, can, I, I, I can, believe you. I believe, as a coffee, I'll take you got to be able to, I have to, I have to bring casting. it. I'll I have to bring it from me. I have to bring it like inside of me. So it, I will try my best now. Cool. You got to learn to, you know, yeah, bring it out, Perks. Okay. Ooh, I, I know. I'll take a week one team fight. There you go. Uh, oh, yeah. Carry oh. died very early. No. All right, guys. Next one, biggest solo queue troll. While Martin gets the clip ready for Perks' shout casting test, uh, who is the biggest solo queue troll among the pro players in the EU LCS and why? Caps. Caps. <laughs> because he plays Wukong top with Ignite. <laughs> or Shaco. He plays on Shaco. Train the mirror. Wait, but he, he queues up for mid though, right? He doesn't just yeah, queue up. Yeah, I mean, when he plays no, mid, he, he usually plays quite serious, well. right? I mean, yeah. he sometimes no. plays something unorthodox mid, but yeah, yeah. for the most part, he's actually like trying for his life. Yeah, mid. he's trying. and then, I mean... It's Until like the game he, is... he uses he wastes so much time playing solo queue, right? Or yeah. not, not wastes, but uses a lot of time, all the yeah. time playing solo queue. So 
some of like let's say 60% of his games are really productive because he yeah. actually is tryharding. But then some of the games he just really runs it down. Yeah. Or one bad thing <laughs> happens and then he just runs it down or he's just off rolling with Wukong. Yeah, as soon as he gets out the field, he just tries and, tries a champion, you know. And he uh, plays every champion in the game just Yeah. I played I already Wukong, so now it's time for the next guy, you know. Yeah, and he's for sure just, the, the number one. Going no? down the list. Like the number one troll. Because yeah. like when I get him but on he's the team, now, though, like when I get him on the team, yeah, for sure, for sure. But still when I get him on the team, I'm not sure. Am I gonna win this game or am I gonna lose this game? Yeah, he kind of decides your fate, I guess. So. Yeah, he kind of decides. Like, it's not, it's not up to me, it's like kind of up to him. Wait, yeah. So, Wukong top of the Knights, questionable, I would say. Uh, anything else? But edgy? he does well, though, you know? It's not like he. Yeah, he's he still, still, still very champion. skilled. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, just sometimes he ints. I don't know. It's it's just, it's just some of his matches were not that great. Like I saw like Shaco versus Sion top or something. It didn't seem that great. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> and then he was trying to do camps level one with his boxes, but he failed the setup. So oh, he was level one, had to TP back to lane or something. Okay. All right. All right. Can you see it properly, perks? Yeah. So we've already decided. Is there any runner up for solo queue? Is a week one. Why clip? do you pick this one? It I've, like I'm gonna get Sejuani ulti from Fog here. Hey, 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 Okay. And 
I don't know. I just, yeah, I didn't think. And <laughs> <laughs> you just balk into yeah. this year. Yeah, it was a big, big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and then flash away. Because that was one option. Uh, the, the only runner-up is Gilius. Did you guys you... see the Gilius Kazakhs play? Yes. Where he walked yeah. in the team. The comms are but what that became funny me. because of the comms. The yeah, comms yeah. made it so funny. Like, I doubt you guys had those comms in that no, situation. No, we didn't have those comms, no. You didn't go, oh, what like, am I guys doing? Run, I f***ed up. Uh, uh, give up Nash. Give up Nash. So there's that one. There's the Gilius one, which, as you guys said, uh, it was not as bad of a. I mean, it was a bad play, but it was made. It didn't, fun. Cost I mean, it didn't cost him really anything. It worked uh, out he fine. just walked mid and died. Now there is one other play I want to mention, but it's a little bit rude because I just found this random clip of Fnatic losing a fight. But this is also from early on in the split, reckless. I was thinking of another one from me, but okay. Okay, let, I want to hear that one after. Uh, <laughs> the one I think about is against. I think it's Vitality. You guys get back in the game, you get Baron, you're playing Tristana, Hillisang yeah. is playing Janna. Yeah, we go for the Lucian and then we die. At the moment you get it, you just run bot lane alone, like yeah. all alone. You just run all the way up bot lane to like the enemy tier 2 tower and you just start fighting the Lucian or something. Yeah. And Hillisang is like rushing to try and help you and all of Vitality just walk in and kill you. <laughs> to be fair though, I really misplayed that situation because I thought he wouldn't react that fast. I thought since I was coming from Fog that he would never ever yeah, dodge yeah. my ult so I could auto ult instead of ult auto. And then he dashed in my ult so he could get really far away and I couldn't kill him. Mm -hmm. But if I kill him there, I have another jump and then it's okay. Like we could outplay that situation. So, could maybe have been a good plan. But it was not a good call because we just got Nash and the game Yeah, your team was in base. Gilius thinks the same thing. He goes, hey, if there were three of those people who were there weren't there, this Kha'Zix thing would have worked out perfectly. No, but even if they were there, it would have been <laughs> fine. It was just not a good call because we had Tristana Janna, so we could have won the game in a 5v5 sure, sure. situation. We did not and need zero, to make so, a play. Yeah. I just but remembered it. During week uh, one and week two, we were still 2017 yeah, Fnatic. So. <laughs> Bring up candidates. What is your candidate? So my, my well, I was thinking of my my own player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think the biggest mistake I probably did this split that cost us a game was the one against Misfits, where I got killed with both summoners up in the Ooh, second game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't actually a dumbest play of the split, though. That was no, more, but that, that was, was more thinking, because you mentioned mistake. me, so I was thinking of yeah, what was I, my I, worst play that cost mm, my team yeah, the game. Yeah, makes sense. And I'm that, trying that to even it was, out so we're not just yeah. flaming perks, yeah, you know? Yeah, so yeah, okay. some over there. But I love that perks didn't even take it as flame, though. Perks was like, what What can't I win? I'm unstoppable. I own that, man. I own this play. It's hard to find, like, the dumbest play. I feel like there's been, like, bad players, maybe, but not really, like, a really dumb play, other than the ones you already mentioned. Yeah, yeah. 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 We might have to give it to Perks though. Perks? God damn it. Man, he's man. taking two awards now. I've been there. Both. Well, the I think I should be in contention for Handsome, maybe. Oh, okay. so, okay. Uh, all right. We'll put, I'll tell you what. We'll I just want to be somewhere on that paper. Just put my name somewhere. Fine, fine, fine. Nice. We'll add you in as a bonus. All right. Reckless is the bonus. We'll make sure. We're going to make a graphic. Control, I mean, my Janna is pretty wild. So. <laughs> Actually. Oh my God. Now it's all just about you guys. Not you guys are winning all the awards. That's not troll. Like, our duo, you know, I got 200 of people that are duo yeah. <laughs> You know, we duo queued like two or three days ago. I played sport and he played a carry and we were like 80% win rate or something. Yeah, yeah. Not no, bad. Until he started trolling and then we lost the yeah, game. Yeah, and then yeah, I stopped yeah. duo queuing. I just made some excuse. Like, no, yeah, not today. Yeah, yeah. Not today. Oh, I'm a little bit sick, you know. I queue up and we get the same game. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's so good. Cool. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> All right, last question. Uh, we we asked for a bunch of Twitter questions, guys. We're not putting them in one spot oh, um, so today, many. but we're gonna we're kind of mixing them in, probably one per segment on the show. And so for this segment, we had someone ask uh, John Henderson at Faxed Hensed. 
You have a very hard Twitter tag. <laughs> yeah. Your name is very easy, though. I appreciate that. So John Henderson said, can they please create a cast or tier list? I think that would be hilarious as a little break from the seriousness and playoffs. So why don't you guys give us your top three casters? It can be any casters. Any N-A-E-U-L-C-K-L-P-L. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't have oh, to be just okay, you. Okay. And Deficio and I don't have to be on the list. I don't want you to exclude us because I would love for Deficio not okay, to be on the list. Okay, I, I, I was the guy who called I was working with Monte Cristo back in the day. Doa? Doa? Oh, yeah, he's my number one. Doa's number one? Yeah. Okay. I like him. That's interesting. And then Monte Cristo number two. So Did now you guys, now you guys have to, to convince me for the number three spot. Wait, so we have to like fight each other yeah. for your love or what? Sure. I mean, I'm going to use the current casters for me. For me, I for last I don't know for last so long I actually really really enjoy listening to Papa Smithy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he will maybe be my number one right right now, and my number two I'm gonna put I'm gonna put uh, uh, I'm gonna put the Fisher my number two oh. because I still really like to listen I'm to the so Fisher. I'm so blessed. I'm so honored. <laughs> Beaten by Papa Smithy. But Papa though. Smithy is just too damn good right now. Dude, okay? man, he cast every. He's got like every every game. Three hundred games or something. Every it's time insane. I tune into Alcike uh, cast, I hear his voice, yep. and he's actually really smart. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually like really like everything he thinks. I think like you know. Like legit everything he says, I think like that too. So I'm really like just uh, surprised at him, you know. And uh, my number three, uh, that that's a tough one, man. That's a really tough one. I don't know who to put in my number three. I, I need actually to... I know who to put for my number three, because I don't want to choose between you guys. So I'm gonna choose Medic. I think he's been a really right. great addition Ooh. to you. Oh, I like that. And for uh, for Doa and Monte Cristo, it was mainly because back when I started watching a lot of league, especially like Korean league, they were the ones casting. Yep. And yeah. I. Enjoyed watching them so much that I even like watched, like followed their Twitter and stuff and what they were doing IRL. So I thought they were like, they were cool back in the day before the whole thing happened. I actually don't even know what happened, but I just saw so them they disappear. Moved they moved on to Overwatch. Yeah. It's all good, man. I mean, I, I still remember like watching season three, season two yeah. era OGN, like yeah. late night broadcasts. That was probably when they I talked a lot about Jin. I remember that. Not I mean, the character, the, the alcoholic beverage. Their duo has kind of been a very legendary part of casting in League of Legends and a huge yeah. part of introducing like Korean League of Legends as well. And I think, I think you, you're not alone in sitting a few years ago and watching every LCK game or OGN yeah. game back then and listening to Doan Monty and enjoying it because I definitely did the same as well. So I think really cool list. We just need perks number three. Yeah, Papa Smithy Deficio. But I don't listen with voice that much anymore. It's hard to choose a current one. No, like I, half of the ELCS games I listen on mute. That's fair. <laughs> because you listen to music, of course. Yeah, so. I yeah, to yeah. Or talking to your teammates. But when you watch LCK, do you listen? Huh? I usually have No, I have a mute on everything I watch. Like yeah. LCK or LCS or an LCS. But I don't know. Uh, it's just I just really don't know even. Like, uh, Maybe someone from NA. If I had to choose one from NA, it would have to be... Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. I would choose Kobe for sure. Then. You want to put so Kobe I, on there? If I put one from each region, yeah, Kobe. Yeah. yeah, I would do that. Cool. We got the list. Love it. Doa, Monte Cristo, Medic for Mr. Reckless, Papa Smith, the Deficio, Kobe for Perks. Perks likes his color casters. Yeah, he does. Respect I saw that. Medic's tattoo as well. That was. Oh, yeah, the heart that tattoo. Was nice. That was good work. Yeah. Actually, yeah. now I should mention that all of them are actually color casters. I really like Quickshot. You want I, to really, I really like to listen to Quickshot. I think the Quickshot casts are so entertaining for me. 
And so who he, goes in what category? Is so he, quick, quick shot and for example, Rivington is the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pl- so there's two. There's play by play and there's color caster. Color caster okay. are there like myself, and person, Smithy, yeah. various, yeah, various, and then the play by plays are the hype, the hype ones. Yeah. Okay. Dracos. Quickshot. So, Quickshot, is he on your top three? Is he yeah, just outside? I, I really, I really like. Uh, yeah, I'll put him on my top three. Somewhere, somewhere with them. Like he, kicking he out would Kobe? just, he would just cast. Yeah, I think I'll kick out Kobe and put Quickshot there. Okay. Sorry, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> I will kick Kobe and put Quickshot. So, like, we can have like a good trio cast. There we go. <laughs> I think also Papa Smithy, myself, and Quickshot. Hopefully, he gets to cast at MSI. <gasps> Hopefully. Oh, we need to see. That'd be a hype trio. All right, there is your totally made-up EULCS awards, including also a caster tier list. I actually came a lot more serious with the caster tier list than I expected. Yeah, it was true. I kind of just expected randoms. I expected it, me to have to pine for someone's love. I didn't end up on the list. I expected. I you thought Kurtz would put pine. himself on as well. <laughs> <laughs> so as a recap, totally made-up EULCS yeah, awards. Most handsome player is cold. Best caster is Perks, uh, or who would become the best caster. Worst player of the split, also Perks. <laughs> Biggest solo control is Caps. And then the top three caster list for Reckless, it was Doa, Monte Cristo, and Medic. For Perks, it was Papa Smithy, Deficio, and Quickshot for that excellent tri-cast. And we can't forget that Reckless is technically a runner-up in Most Handsome Player. Yes. Yes. And also, like a a soul soul and also <laughs> he's he somewhere the down the list. He's, he's somewhere there. As long as I win this bit, I don't care. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be disappointed. All right. And there's your totally made up EULCS awards. Next up is our quarterfinals review. We had Splice versus Rocket this past week, as well as Vitality versus H2K. Splice versus Rocket, 3 0 4 Splice. Absolutely just obliterated Rocket. At least that's what it looked like from my perspective. How did you guys feel about the series? So I thought going into it that the difference between the teams would probably be Botlane. I thought Splice would win the games because their Botlane was better. But when I watched the games, I actually felt like it was the opposite, where mm-hmm. Rocket's top side was the one that was faltering. Like Especially Memento didn't seem to have a great series at all. Like I couldn't even recognize the guy when he was playing the game. And either Prophet or Blank really did anything. So actually, the the saving grace for Rocket was their bot lane, which was really surprising because they have been the one reason why they haven't been more successful su- successful so far this split. So I was expecting a completely different series, but either way, I thought it would be a three zero. It was pretty interesting. Rocket's strategy was uh, get a strong bot lane, put um, Noscaren on a playmaking support, ban away Tam Kench, even though Kissing <laughs> almost doesn't play it, never really plays yeah. Tam Kench, but they were like. We need to remove this one champion if you want to try and play around bot lane. So, like, the strategy kind of made sense because Kasing does play a lot of squishy supports you can try and, and, and kill. But I think maybe they got surprised about Morgana a little bit. Because in the first game, they were against Kate Morgana bot lane. Okay, maybe they could try and kill her. But then the second game, they picked the Thresh and Morgana was still open. And then they actually stopped playing around bot lane, even though I think they can still do that. Yeah. Uh, they just stopped doing it and tried go for other lanes and then just kind of backfired completely. And I 100% agree. Memento, and he said it himself on Twitter, had a really bad series, which is uh, sad because he's kind of been the most important player on Rocket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He felt like he was the rock for the team. And it, it's really weird to me that Caitlyn and Morgana made it through because it was kind of both EU and NA played it, right? As like the, the answer to Zyrakon. 
like in from week eight onward. So it's not I, like I it think, was a surprise. I think that Rocket Botham was actually winning the lane as well. Yeah, exactly. They were winning the matchup. They were winning with Zyra, Kalen, Kalen, Morgana. You shouldn't win that lane. Yeah. So they were playing like better than I expected them to. Uh, but I expected Splice to win as well, uh, just 3-0. I, I just thought when I saw like Rokas Botlin winning almost every game that they could actually win this series, but then the mm -hmm. top side was just, yeah, I don't know what actually Too what big they were doing. Yeah, they played like Skarner, Talia versus Kassin in sack and they lost to be 2 mid, oh first game level 4. Oh my god, yeah, man, that was... Like when you see that as a Botlin on the replay, you're just so, so triggered. to watch, man. Because probably you're, you're like hindering yourself in draft just to get this advantage early game, and then... And then yeah, the game is kind of lost already at level four, like once three zero cast. And then to recap, yeah, and like twelve zero or something. I don't know. Yeah, Niski uh, walked top at level four when Memento was recalling without flash on a ward. Then he died. Then yeah, the whole game was so strange. Uh, Memento walked bot lane to try and dive bot when Cassidy had TP ready again for the second time. He just TP'd in and killed they him sure again. Something got to close before level six. <laughs> Yes, he and did. Then, is that even possible? I don't know how that is. And then Talia ran down in enemy jungle and he got another kill. He was so also he was playing versus two people without flash and he had his flash himself. Yeah, he, had, yeah. he had flash after the situation in mid. Yeah, it was he was 3 0 after like minute six or something. I don't know. That game is unlosable. Like it's yeah. already won. Yeah, so that was obviously uh, pretty bad for Rocket. Game two was also kind of close in the start, but then once again, they just kind of get outclassed the moment laning phase ends, which mm -hmm. is a problem. And then game three, they just kind of got stomped. So. It ended up being pretty one-sided, fairly quick day. Uh, we got to go home early, <laughs> so that was something, I guess. But uh, I, I always hope for five games, which is why day two. Day two was more exciting. Delivered. I do want to ask one thing about, about Splice versus Rocket. Do you think that Rocket could have beaten a team that wasn't Splice? Like, could they have taken down H2K or Vitality? I don't think so. Mm, no. I think they were the worst team in playoffs by far. Yeah? So. I actually thought HK would be worse than Rocket. In playoffs, because I don't feel like uh, HK have like uh, a pattern in their play. I mean, their pattern in their play is that they don't do anything, right? Yeah. They just like legit fall over and then it's pretty easy strategy to wait prepare. for enemy to fail, right? But Rocket actually has a plan in mind when they play the game, but they just didn't seem to be able to execute it on the day. Like they usually play through topside or through mid, but they weren't able to do anything topside, so they were playing through bot, which was first time, mm -hmm. looked really awkward. So I thought Rocket would be a lot better than HK in their quarterfinals, but I also felt like it was maybe a worse match for them. Like, I think if Rocket played Vitality, then they wouldn't have had their late game issues in terms of maybe, like, not including their bot lane as much because Vitality don't do it either. Mm -hmm. Usually, at least, like, in, a, in their quarterfinals, they were only playing through both sides, but I just thought that would be a better matchup for them. And H2K versus Splice would have also been better for H2K because then they wouldn't have fallen so far behind yeah, in the early yeah. game. We go early game team. So I think the matchups yeah. were just not that great for the lower seed teams. Makes sense. Mm. I mean, tough spot to be in for sure. But you talk about kind of like H2K not having a plan in the early game. Um, I mean, we were really hoping to play them because when we were watching those games, we felt like H2K were only getting wins because Vitality... Other individual players and Vitality not able, not able to be... Yeah, like, I mean, they couldn't get Nash They couldn't get Nash, properly, yeah. Or get Tier 2s properly, so... HK got <laughs> back in the game by not actually doing anything. Yeah, it's true. They, they, they're just like, I don't it. consider stealing Nash as doing anything. That's just your jungler it's goes, just enemy goes team for being it, bad. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like if we were to play HK in a quarterfinal, uh, semifinals, we, we just have no way of losing the game because we are going to do something. We're not going to screw up the the Nash execute and they don't just don't have a way back into the game because they don't actually do anything. Like The only thing they did that series that looked out of the box was putting their top and mid together on a side lane. And then trying to kill someone. Like I think the first game they put like Camille and Rice together on mm -hmm, one lane, mm -hmm. trying to kill people. But 
that was about it. Like otherwise, I just didn't see them doing anything out of the box. They just waited for enemy to do Nash, tried to steal it. If they stole it, then they could play the game. If they didn't, then they lost. Yeah. Do you think there wasn't much more to it? One thing that they did a lot in this series was um, take rise as a first pick on blue side. It says, and it wasn't clear to me if this was like entirely purposed as this is a, just a generally good pick and we want selfie to be. Ah, it's a Yusuki thing. Yeah, you Yusuke think so? Rice, so yeah, yeah, that's my question, right? Is that like, is it worth taking a pick like that to to deny Jisuke? Like, is his rise so good that you put selfie on something that honestly he didn't look great at? He didn't look super comfortable at at all. Just mm, to take it away from. Jisuke? I would have rather have seen them ban that and not ban the Asir because I don't think. I agree, Asir ban was useless. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I think he would have picked Asir anyways. I think he would have just let it go through and maybe consider it like four or five. But at that point, there's a lot of other priorities already anyways. So. I'm not really sure if the Asir ban was for his champion pool or if it was actually Isuki relevant because I felt like it was more because of Selfie's champion pool where he wanted to play Orianna. Yeah. Sure. I mean, there's definitely... Uh, when a team bans Azir five games in a row, never adapts, never changes, no matter what side, it's clear they've come in with the idea that we have to ban this no matter what. And it doesn't matter if it's for uh, Selfie or, or if it's for the enemy. Yeah. Uh I, I just I always dislike that one because I feel like in a best of five you have to be flexible you have to be able to adapt and Vitality as a team the way they played almost every game was with a lot of focus on early game a lot of focus on mids that can push and roam Talia was picked three times by them yeah. he was even picked into the cast in in the last game so clearly Azir is not the style of champion they were looking to play based on how they drafted. Yeah, and not even in just drafting in that series, right? Through the, through the entire season, they played through mid, right? And they like, I, I just don't get... If anything, you'd be more comfortable playing against Azir in the early game knowing that they're probably not going to try to snowball through mid lane and then you could focus somewhere else and leave Selfie on an island, right? So definitely a reason for it. Uh, we just don't know it. Uh, but I think that was that was questionable. In general, though, I think going back to Reckless, your point about H2K and not doing anything, like, the early game was definitely weak. Uh, they had game four where they had three winning lanes, basically. and they But they were just killing people left yeah, and right. Like, for example, Vitality went for the bot play and just... Like, I actually don't know what they were doing there. They were just... It was bad. Yeah. So HK snowballed that one. But I think um, them falling behind at 20 minutes was kind of the whole story and expected. Um, clearly some issues in terms of what how I actually played the early game as a team. But for me, because Vitality have consistently been so bad at playing around Baron, I expected the, game, uh, the series to go to five games. Mm. Because... Vitality in two of the games, the two games where they look the cleanest, game one and game five, they get the Baron based on H2K forcing a really dumb team fight around yeah. 20, 22 minutes. Uh, game five especially stands out. It shook. Shook got picked twice. It was yeah, he just, so it was he just jumps in on Zach right? yeah. and yeah. at that the mid-third. Yeah. And he just dies. And so then Vitality goes Baron and HK can't contest it. And then Vitality can get a clean Baron. And when yeah. they get it, they're pretty good at pushing down, getting yeah. all the objectives. Yeah, yeah they, they, they just have problem getting to the... Exactly. Really they have from ahead, so so yeah. if, you, if you don't force that fight, which was completely unnecessary both times from H2K side, Vitality were forced to have to actually execute the Baron setup. Right. And all the steps required for it. And that has been their biggest weakness for like five, six weeks now. So I just always felt like this series is going to be... Vitality stomp H2K in the early game, Vitality then struggle around Baron, and half the games Vitality will get the Baron, and they will win, and the other half they will lose the Baron, and H2K will win. So we're gonna go five games. Uh, and we did go five, it went kind of like that, um, but not 100%. Uh, I think there were some uh, 
counter throws by H2K and Shook rushing a Baron down at 40 minutes, which he didn't have to, but yeah, those kind of moments happen. There was one game which HK should have won, so the, the series ended 3-1 for them. I'm not sure Game which... 2 is probably one you think about. They got back in the game, they had Tristana, Lake. They won game, game 2. You think so, game, game three. 3. Yeah, game three. yeah, exactly. They had Tristana versus Caitlyn, yeah. the game that they should have won. They yeah. were like sieging bot in Hib and then uh, Sheriff got caught in the middle of Atalia W. I think that was game 3. That was yeah. game 3, you're correct. Yeah, I think if they won that game, then the series would have ended 3-1. But I just still <clears> feel like, yeah, HK shouldn't have won that series. They shouldn't even have taken a game in my in my mind, but I understand where you're coming from. It's just, it's, when I look at, you know, how Vitality played their early game and how HK are just resenting, matching the mm -hmm. pressure and instead just continuously go top and trade Herald for Bot Tower or Herald for Drake, I just feel like they don't deserve to win. So... Mm -hmm. Perks, what do you think about Vitality? Mm, well, I've ice creamed actually both of these teams before a semifinal, right? And I actually thought that HTK had that chance to win the series. I didn't think as Martin that it was going to be so one one side for, for Vitality. And But I do agree that when they play on stage, they seem just that to not have a plan and they rely purely on individual players, like outplaying or playing to the champion's mechanics. Like, for example, I think that Selfie and Sheriff, Sheriff are actually pretty good mechanically, like the, the way they play team fights, mm -hmm. they, they are just pretty good, but they are not, like, as you guys said, good as a team at like realizing where to be on the map or what to do or what is the game plan. So then we have high chances of winning the game. They mostly have ch high chances of outplaying opponents and then like winning late game. And they just showed in the series. And I think that Vitality, has com it's complete opposite to them. They have a plan and they execute it and they snowball mid and the mid laner is carrying games actually. And the problem with Vitality is, like you guys mentioned, the Nash setup. So, and it's set up in general actually. I don't just, even think it's just, just Nash. It's just for everything actually. Yeah, for Nash yeah. you notice it the most. Yeah, because it's the hardest to do. Yeah, basically. but when I see them sieging and stuff as well, they don't really have a setup either. They just kind of go for it and then... They're just randomly there. Uh, yeah, they're ignoring some ways. Yeah. They're, they're just like... Chaos time. They're just not like... They, they're <laughs> doing bad. it because they're not good enough to realize what they're doing wrong. Or maybe they are realizing they're doing wrong, but they're still not good enough to realize in game what they should do. And that just shows from the inexperience of having uh, all rookies and the players who have never reached par in playoff or even been to playoff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, really hard for them to actually step up to a performance where they can beat Fnatic, I think. So, yeah. Well, it's going to be hard for Vitality. What is it Vitality is doing so well in the early game? Like, I think we all see a yeah, lot I of think things. I just really want to hear it from you guys. They're just really deal. good individually and uh, they're like, their micro is, is nice, you know? Like, when you see them skirmishing and and playing these 2v2s mid, for example, they actually play the situations out almost perfectly every time. So, I think it's just few players in Europe that can stand up to this pressure early game and I think we can be one team but at the same time we are also notorious for not being able to be the one team <laughs> so I'm a little bit worried to say the least uh, I mean I should be worried right if I'm not worried then something is not right I cannot go into a semi-final thinking that's going to be easy so yeah we'll see but I think if we can survive the early game we should be more than fine because our macro is better than theirs so if it gets to the mid game and we're on even grounds or even slightly behind we should be should be okay it's just if if they get the snowball rolling then it might be hard to put an end to it you know and might 
end up like the regular season games where we are mm. actually technically 0-2. I mean, we still a game, but yeah, we should be 0-2 against yeah, yeah, them in the regular season. The game, yeah. So we got probably the worst opponent that we could ask for. I think if we played against Splicer G2, we would have been much better off than if we played against Vitality. But I said this already on PGL, yeah. so yeah. most people are Doesn't aware. matter. Can always repeat it. Yeah. Always a good thing to hear. Well, that's... I think we've looked back at quarterfinals, and now to kind of intro our discussion on semifinals, we want to do something special. Uh, this is something we do on PGL. It's called 1v1 Me. Uh, it's similar to the old Death Timers format, but basically 60 seconds to make an argument is the, is the core theme of it. And what we want to do is we can obviously ask you to make an argument for my Fnatic win. It'll be something about your team, and that's great. But people know that. You're going you're gonna to make that argument in-game. Instead, what I want to happen is I would like for you, Reckless, to tell me why Splice will beat G2, and for you, Perks, to tell me how Vitality beat Fnatic. And what it, if I don't believe? Oh, no, that's never been a problem. Think, uh, think of this. Come can, on, can Splice can beat G2. Convince me. You're going to find want, something. I want you to just give whatever mm. it is, just, just go. All right. And your you don't your, an, your, 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 your Hold on. Here's the deal. Your analytical <laughs> reputation is in no way at stake. I just like if I am someone who knows not as much about League of Legends, I want to be a hundred percent convinced that mm. Splice are going to smash G two or that Vitality are going to beat uh, right. Fnatic. Quick warning: one minute is very long. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're going there, I just go for it. You can stop me when. You just yeah, I'll nuts. stop you. You just yeah. go in. You just go in. Does do either one of you want to go first? I can go first. It's okay. Yeah. I okay. You're gonna go first. Okay. Reckless. You're gonna. Are you? You feel ready? You feel good? Yeah, it's okay. I'll get started. All right, you're gonna convince me why Splice is gonna beat G2 with one minute starting now. In scrims, they play really aggressive, but the games we played on stage, they didn't do as much. So I think in a best of five, there's not gonna be at like more than maybe one or two games where they're they're pressure hard through topside, and it will be a long game where the AD carries become relevant. And when that is the case. I feel like Spice is a better team than G2 because I don't think G2 involves their bot lane too much and they play a lot of safe picks that can just work on their own. So I think if Spice can survive for 30, 35 minutes, then they should be able to to win the series. And perks suck. Perks. Yeah, you had 12 and, seconds. And 12 and seconds. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> perks is pretty good. I mean, I think they should have a mid pressure lead. Okay, I'm up. I got that in. So All right. Okay, wait. Before perks, before you go, uh, do you have a rebuttal? Is there anything you want to say to Reckless's one-minute argument? Uh, I, I I don't know. His argument was pretty like pretty serious and pretty uh, pretty fair to say. <laughs> I couldn't find much else. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty, I think he was pretty fair to say. Like, you like, lie. Like mine is gonna be a lot more harsher than that one. That's oh, for sure. Oh, oh, okay. okay all can, right. can I say something though about G two Spotlight? Because I feel like I'm always flaming them whenever we're talking about G two. So I want to say something actually. Um, so for scrims, they've actually been playing really well. I think um, much better than in the regular season. I actually think they're pretty good now um, but they still have this issue where they play relatively away from bot lane like they don't really include them too much so we might see the same on stage but I think we should have a more solid like lane performance out of what Eden Yarn at least judging from scrims like they play much better now right. we can talk more about the, the specifics of the matchup for sure because we definitely want to give people more of a discussion than just, 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 just sure 60 seconds yeah. because I know I'm always flaming them and I always feel bad about it so because I like th I like the dudes you know yeah. I think what Eden Yarn are cool guys so I don't want to we can ask Perks why he every time. Bot lane. <laughs> we will, we will. But they first, I mean, he has Wunder, Janko, yeah, yeah, side. So guys. I would understand if you want to play towards that side. You got to remember, Perks is ready. I see he's sitting there. He's, oh, he's ready to so go. Ready. He's got his I Love Carlos shirt on. <laughs> I feel like he's going to flame me again. <laughs> he took a shot of coffee just Why is before. everyone flaming me today? Okay, no you know flaming no you? One? I feel like I'm getting enough on Reddit already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so I, I'm ready. You ready? I'm waiting for the talk. 
and <laughs> argument for why Vitality is going to beat Fnatic from perks starting now. Okay, so why Fnatic is going to beat Vitality is... No, why Vitality is going to beat Fnatic? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrong start. Uh, well, first of all, Cups was seemed to be card choking against Zizuka both times he played, uh, or Gilius. I don't think Cups can, uh, can handle Gilius Zack or Gilius Trundle or Gilius anything. So maybe Gilius is just a counter pick to Cups. Uh, that's gonna be uh, mid jungle is heavily in favor of Vitality. And uh, I think from playing against Fnatic mid jungle for so many times, I have never had problems against them. And uh, as much as I actually respect Cups, I think that the, right now he's worse than he's ever, ever been before. Or I don't feel like he's doing anything special right now. So mid jungle favor goes into Vitality and the bot lane of Vitality is playing now better than they were before in terms of how they're actually playing together. And I think that Vitality will snowball through bot lane and mid and they will take over game from there. Nice, done. Nice ending. I actually agree on the Vitality bot lane thing because in the regular season they were playing a lot through top lane. They were playing a lot of carries. Kabo got counterpick every game. In the quarterfinals, they were playing only tanks top lane. Yes. And I think they only ganked once in five games. The first the game, level three or level four, yep. Trundle was top. <laughs> and ever since then, I did not see Gilio's top side whatsoever. They were always trading bot tower for top tower. And they were always winning the game because they were playing tank matchup top in the last three games. I think the first two games were playing against Camille, and that's when they were struggling yep. top side. But then they banned Camille, played tank versus tank, and just completely ignored their top laner. And it looked pretty okay for a team that used to play the the opposite style, right? So I was surprised. I, I mean, I, I just I just think that when I would see Vitality Bolton play in the regular season, I would actually think they are pretty meh, and I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, they were, I don't, they I don't were know, playing I don't like Caitlyn Thresh. I don't know why tower, you so. would rate them high. You know, for example, I would say Dractroll was the worst uh, support performer in the split. Mm. Like already found the worst. Let's say like top three the worst. But I don't think they're worse. I mean, I don't think they're better now. I don't think they were worse before. I think they've always been the same mm -hmm. skill. It's just they play different uh, as a team now and involves their bot lane a lot more. Yeah, and also that, that could be more. Yeah. A lot of my judgment before came from scrims and solo queue because mm -hmm. they play a lot of duo queue together, and I often end true, up yeah. against them. And they play very different. I mean, I, I mentioned this last time yeah, I was yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they are. They actually do play very well in solo queue. Yeah, like, when I see them in players. solo queue, they actually play really well in solo queue. Yeah. So, yeah. Can they beat the regular so I just thought it was a matter of time. No one can beat the regular perks. <laughs> I, think, I think it would actually be like the best, the best <laughs> model. Like, my Janna is <laughs> next like, level. My Lucian with his Janna, like, we really cannot lose. Like, we only lose when I'm trolling. Or when he's dying level one. He died level one. Three games in duo. Okay, level all, one. All I, but I am aggressive. Like <laughs> yeah. I walk up and W, and then if they want to fight me, I need my AD carry to walk up as well. Like he's supposed to be the aggressive guy in this relationship, and I am the <laughs> right. one walking up first. The Janna who skills so, W and just does that I, and no, I, nothing just, else, and just I'm still so Auto W, auto, and then I get three stacks. <laughs> all, all I ask is for, all the viewers are gonna beg you to stream this. So at some point yes. in the off season, you know, post MSI, because I assume one of you will be going. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Stream some of the duo, the bot lane action. People want to see the Reckless Perks bot lane, I guarantee it. This is a really good eagle. <laughs> I am insane. Like, my support is same level as my AD, so... If you see Pontus Dahlberg on support in solo queue... Didn't you yeah, talk uh, about role swapping once? Yeah. No, but if you see Sweet and Salty on any character, I think, I actually think... <laughs> sweet and Salty. If we role swapped, like, we will, we will be a good bot lane. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Yeah, because you wanted uh, to be supported at yeah, some point, right? I just felt like... Uh, wait, was it after season four? I think it was after season four that my skill set as a player at that time was more relevant for a support player than it was for an AD carry because I did not have 
the fire I have now, you know, I was kind of passive, so to say, <laughs> KDA player, so to say. I don't know what people said back then, but I think that was the most used terms. KDA player might have been used once. Yeah. Or and uh, eight times. <laughs> I felt like as, as a support, it would just fit much better because I think my communication was more than fine. My macro knowledge was really fine, so I could easily control the game from a support perspective, but from an care perspective, I was more just going with the flow, which yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. is not what you need from it. I think your AD care needs to do more than just follow. I think yeah. like the requirements of uh, AD care that this top three in his role should be higher than just following. Oh, you have to be able to carry. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think people that follow usually are yeah. the ones to end up carrying because they're just fighting until everyone dies and then they die themselves sort of thing. They don't go first or whatever. Perks, roll swap. Would you ever be an AD carry player? Uh, if I was to roll swap, I would for sure be an AD carry player. Uh, I was thinking about it before. I, actually, like I really like this game, like League of Legends. So I would really like to play another role sometimes. Prove even though, huh? Prove your worth. Yeah, I mean, I just like I like the challenge. You know, mm -hmm. I actually like the challenge. But I feel like that I can, I, I want to reach something with midland that is like really high goal, like winning worlds for example but as much as it's hard i i think it's i always think it's possible and i always think that i have the skill set and i'm good enough to to be the best in the world and um if i if ever something changes that i just would like to draw up i would go ad carry i was thinking about jungle but i feel like that my ad carry could be really good because <laughs> I just like to play Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> so you just say Lucian one trick. <laughs> you can be a top player then as well. Oh god. Oh, and also Lucian jungle comes out. I like that you're on that you're on that Michael Jordan career trajectory. You want to be the best of the best of the best, and, and then, then for some reason you want to go play baseball afterwards. No one's quite sure why. In this case, it's Lucian <laughs> not instead of baseball. <laughs> it would be kind of cool, right? Like imagine you're like one of the best mids, or in my case, one of the best ADs, and then you roll swap support and become, or in my case, yeah, roll swap support, become one of the best supports. Exactly. That would create a unique brand or like meaning you of get you as a player. All pro AD carry, then all pro support, then MVP AD carry, yeah, MVP support, you and then also like you, you have coach? like you have like two biggest, like two of the biggest brands in Europe. Roll something to their to other roles, <laughs> playing together. <laughs> that would be good. But I don't think I need to anymore. I think now I'm. Pretty damn good as eighty, so I don't think you're you're something. all right. You know, first all pro in EU, eh. potential MVP candidate, potential MVP maybe. candidate. Who knows? Who knows? A lot of people seem to be. Would I be the first to win back to back? No, you would not. You're people have done that before. It. Like Trix has been there already. Like, yeah, Trix got double so MVP. That's the trade. <laughs> but he's Korean. I'm talking European. <laughs> oh, so we're oh, talking oh, European players. Mm, okay, all right. Because I already saw the the Reddit thread about the Koreans, so. Yeah. yeah, Trick got double MVP, plus he won the split twice. Baker already did 2013, 2014, so I'm like four years late. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, back on to the discussion for semifinals. We kind of hit it 60 seconds for each team. We talked a little bit about the G2 bottom lane. Um, how close are these matchups actually going to be? You kind of talked about being scared in yours, like Vitality's the worst team that you can play, Reckless. I'm curious, for you, Perks, is how do you feel about playing up against Splice? Like, what are your impressions of that team currently? I mean, for me, I think Splice is the best matchup we could get out of the this three, the other two teams. Mm -hmm. And uh, like when I see Splice mid jungle, uh, I think they're not the bad players. But I think that Yankos and I understand and play the game on a much higher level than they do, and we also have a lot more experience than they do. So we should be able to outperform them and. I don't even put pressure on myself by doing this or saying this because I expect myself already to do that, you know? So 
if we don't perform them, it's just completely up to us. And also, I think top, top matchup is is like so imbalanced. Like Wunder is really crazy good right now. Uh, people actually have no idea. So uh, I, I cannot actually see us losing to Spice, even though there's always a chance, right? Like I, I could see us losing to Vitality or Fnatic, mm. but like not even Vitality, like more mostly Fnatic, you know, but I cannot see us actually losing to Spice. It has to be us underperforming to lose to Fnatic, like in terms of our skill level, right? Like our raw skill level. Okay. It has to be us underperforming to lose to, to lose to Spice. That's how I see it. Talk right? to me then about uh, your most recent week in LCS. It, it was a little bit of a struggle or it felt like a little bit of a struggle. So I'm curious, was that underperforming as well? What is, where do you feel like you've best shown that like that top level G2 play uh, in the regular season, or is it not? Uh, I, I think I think we are just like we are just we're just not a good team, right? Mm. I mean, I, I don't think Splice is a good team either. Though. I think they have been massively overhyped. Uh, I mean, not overhyped, more like overrated. They were never hyped. Drakus. So they're more like they were actually like really <laughs> overrated. I think uh, at the end of the split, even though they're like not bad players, not not a bad team, right? But mm. still a bad team. Like, it's hard for me to explain how how I, I view it, but uh, why don't you here, here? Why don't we just talk about like what what to you makes a good team? Not like Splice or G two or any other team. Let's just talk in purely theoretical. What makes a good team? What do they have to have in order to be a good team for your well, standards? They they just have to have a good lot macro. Of good macro, good, good individual players, good drafts, good preparation, like good mental fortitude. It's more like they have to spend time together in order to unless they're all like top in the, like b players who have played on the best teams and group together like let's say Katie or something you know who who have been really good since the start right more know, like the macro's been kind of shaky anyway like like last year you know but SKT for example new players really bad for half of the split and now they're starting to go up again it's just it's important to play for long together so mm -hmm. you can fix your problems, fix communication, fix uh, game understanding, fix drafts, fix the way you actually play the game and uh, improve on it, right? But for Splice and us, we are both, I, I don't feel like we are both at a very high level. And I think Fnatic is the only team that's, it's like for sure on a high yeah. level right now, right? Mm -hmm. And I think other teams can win against Fnatic. I don't say that they are unbeatable, mm -hmm. but they are like on a higher level than other teams right now. And so I mean, I, just to jump in real quick, there are very few teams in the world at the moment who we can call a good team then. If yeah. it's based on having all these different criterias met. Well, and that's what I'm curious is, is it for you, is it they have to hit every one of those criterias? If they have a weakness in any one, do you, would you consider them not yeah. a good team? I mean, okay. I, I've been I've been on the G2 that's been dominant for two years and I know when we are bad, what's wrong. And I know when we were good, this is what all we were good at. All of these things I mentioned, we were good at. So I, I basically like, I know how to create success uh, in our team environment and uh, how we play, but it is not always easy to achieve that. And it, on contrary, like it is super hard to actually win every split in a row. Yeah. So uh, I think this, we have chance again this year, mm -hmm. but this year, like this, this split right now, it's lower chance than we've ever had before, right? Like. Normally, because Fnatic has been here for one and a half year now, and they're like they really want to win as well, but they want to win as well, so we still have a chance to win, just lower than than usually, right? Sure. Yeah. So that that's how I view it. For me, I would probably judge a good team by their cohesion as a unit. Hmm. So what I mean with that is like, if they are an aggressive team, then everyone should be aggressive. There shouldn't be one guy that's like playing passive or just chilling in the background. Like if they are 
all aggressive, they become cohesive because then they're attacking together, you know. And I think, for example, for us, our cohesion comes from our macro knowledge. Like we play really good together on the map. Our flow on the map is, is pretty good where we we like pressure the right objectives. We push the right waves. You know, we, we do things really well together and get leads slowly but surely. Kind of the Joey style, you know, he did it with you guys as well. Uh, and for for Splice, I think their cohesion is pretty decent too. I think they play really well around their jungler, mm -hmm. like with Xerxes. I think whenever Xerxes is around a specific lane, they play really well with him. And for G2, I would say their cohesion got better too, because you guys were kind of leaving your bot lane behind before. But now when we play against you guys, I feel like they're actually involved in the game. Like It's true. Yeah, they are much more better. aligned with how they play the game. So now, for example, I respect G2 a lot more because now they become cohesive in my mind where they have no weakness that we can attack, you know, if if they're making a play, they're all five there. That, and I think that's what separates well the, right the good teams from the bad teams. And that's why I think actually all the four teams that are left in EU are pretty good because even though they are unique in their way of playing the game, they're still cohesive, you know. Vitality right. is a really aggressive team. Yeah. They're all aggressive. Everyone is on the same page. Yeah. In the beginning, it was easier to play against Vitality because they were also leaving the bot lane out. They were just playing through topside mm -hmm. with their mid, mid top jungle and then the bot lane would just be whatever, right? But now when you watch their quarterfinals, they were actually really cohesive. They were all aligned with the game plan. Like top lane was willing to make the sacrifice to play on his own island and the other four were playing really aggressive and making a lot of good stuff happening on the map early game. I think it's a really good point he made and it's, uh, yeah, I just, that's why I, I, I see lose. it kind of same as him, but I see it in a more complicated and deeper way. Where I but it also feels like folks, you're judging from a world class level. No, yeah, and yeah. Not I, an ELCS level. I'm not judging right? from an ELCS level at all. Yeah, I, yeah. I just think... but he's won four times in a row. So I'm yeah, he's back, like you know. he's like international. For me, it's like if I win EU, it feels kind of like winning worlds right now because <laughs> I'm unable to achieve it. I haven't even gotten a finals for two and a half years now. So for me, already getting there would be a big step forward in my career again, right? So I understand from his perspective, he's probably looking at world's material, yeah. and for me, yeah, I'm just yeah. looking at how can we win the European LCS, mm -hmm. and I think we have. For sure, like the chances to do it now, but as I mentioned before, we have a pretty bad matchup in, into Vitality, I think, and they looked a lot better in their quarterfinals than they did during the regular season, just because I think they uh, flipped their game plan to be more fitting for a best of five series. I think it was really risky to play around your top laner only in a best of five series because you can't always get counter pick, you can't always get a lead through top lane because many of the times top lane is irrelevant, anyways. Hmm. So I think, yeah, the flip up in game plan there is. It's definitely a, a good sign. I agree in the first 20 minutes in most of the games, they look better. Yeah. But I still think everything past 20 minutes, yeah. they look bad. And that's why I think we're going to make finals. I'm yeah. just saying, like, <laughs> there's a chance we lose if we don't play out the first 20 minutes properly. But exactly. if we get past exactly. that, then we should have, then it should be up to us, basically, not to win the game. Because we have the knowledge in our heads and we play long enough now together to, to execute a mid-late game. I'm decently. curious. Or from both your perspectives, I know obviously you think Fnatic's going to win, you think G2 is going to win. Do you both think that it's going to just be the the G2 Fnatic finals? Yeah, yeah. It, sh it should be. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, unless we lose it, right? Because I, I, I still can't see really Fnatic losing. So there's I how you read again? It's like there's high chance that we lose to Splice and Vitality to the mm -hmm. Fnatic to, to mm -hmm. Vitality. Yeah, but as the chances are looking. Is going to be Fnatic G2 finals, which is like kind of awaited for since last year because Fnatic was like a pretty good team. I mean, they were not a good team, they were just they were just really good individual players last year, right? And uh, they I mean, were, we should have made finals in spring, like, 
We should have beaten you guys in you guys finals. Should not made finals. We had yeah. this discussion last time. Oh, you guys should have really not made finals. This we had this exact we, discussion. We, we should have been too open, too oh. open that series. No, you guys should have really not made finals that split. You guys had no chance. We had one, only one champ, and you guys could not win. But the second one, we had 10k soul. gold. Aurelion sold one, and you guys. Yeah. yeah. Win. Okay. Sure. I mean, that that might have helped, right? But the first two games, the first two games, we had the same drafts. Yeah. Both, both games. The only yeah. difference was the support. We played Syra in the game one and uh, Annie in game two yeah, in the lane swap, yeah. right? Yeah. But regardless of all that, we were 10k up in game two. And I died, I think, seizing your tier three bot or something to Camille. Because my, my support was not buying Locket for me, he was buying AP. <laughs> <laughs> so you I didn't think give him that any. series was completely winnable. Like, we might as well have won that second game. Being 2 0 up, and maybe you make changes in draft, sure. But we're still 2 0 up. Yeah, ban are ready and sold. I guess um, D2 Esports. We've been kind of all over the place, and I want to use this as a chance. Yeah, we, we didn't win. get to talk a lot about the match. No, that's okay. And I think, because I we had a lot of Twitter questions, so I do want to have a chance to get one as long as we're talking about like the past and present of EULCS. Uh, this one is from Ronald at Wunowui. You guys have really complicated tags. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the level of competition the EULCS currently has? Has the current split been more or less competitive than previous splits or seasons, and, and how so? Mm, I think there are still bad teams, though. I don't think that's ever going to disappear, however. Like, there's not enough good players. I mean, actually, there's a lot of good players, but it's not enough, enough good teams. And yeah, enough, good like, teams and not star enough players. leaders. Like, yeah. not, not enough, like, just knowledgeable players that can lead a team or yeah. even coaches because just it's hard to get in the West, right? Yeah, I think and it's impossible to get 10 really good teams, but at the same time, I can understand that because the good good. Uh, Teams want the good players, right? Yeah. And the good players want to play with each other. Of course. So, of course, the top teams are going to get stacked because, like, if you're a star player, you want to play with a star player, you know? You don't want to just fill out a role in a lower tier team just to have a star player in each. Like, mm. you want to, you yeah. wouldn't want to risk your career. But it's, that, it's right? also harder for a team to get good at playing macro than getting someone who's mechanically pretty skilled. Yeah. Like, you can find a lot of mechanically good players in solo queue. Yeah. It's really hard to find someone, as Perk said, who's actually really smart about the game and can lead yeah. a team well, in you don't. But I think that's going to become easier once uh, League of Legends has been around for, for a while because then people are going to retire and go into a coaching position. More coaches. Mm -hmm. And if you have an ex pro as a coach, it's very different than if you have... The usual like yeah the usual stuff that we have these days i think there's a lot of coaches that don't do their job properly and it, you know once once like like let's say if i coach a team i think that would be a lot more interesting than if if you had someone that hasn't had any experience whatsoever in playing on a high level do you think i that's actually an interesting discussion because i think that's something that comes up a lot what about okay. the question? All right, you're right. You're right. We we can sit here for five hours, by the way. God, it's this is we the haven't trap. even talked properly about the semifinals. Yeah, but we haven't even talked about the semifinals. Okay, the here's question, the deal. The question. Let's round it out. So, has this split been uh, more or less competitive than past splits? Yeah, I would say it more. Has more competitive. Yeah. How many better teams? This like I I don't think the teams are so much better. I think it was the mix of new teams combined. And the mix of meta changing every two weeks, like literally not even like small changes, like actually really okay. big changes that will make teams shift from being really good at this to not able to adapt this fast and making teams that are like good at something just be bad next patch until they improve again. And then someone would actually like be better at that patch. And then that's why the teams are so close in standings. And that's why the like the standings are as close as they are, right? Because of the that's what I think at least. Was because it too the, many changes? Because of too many changes. Okay. Too, too many fast. Changes. <laughs> no. But this, I think this time around, it was like actually more than ever, right? I do, yeah. I, do, I, I think there's always too many changes. 
like I think um, it's really hard to uh, put in the extra hours for the regular season because you know that the patch is going to get changed anyways for playoffs. So it's kind of like normal for pro players to go easy on the 10 weeks. Like if you make playoffs anyways, why would you, you know, push okay. yourself and then just put in an extra gear for, for playoffs because that's when the patch remains the same. Like we've played for 8.5 8 now for a while and you can see, you know, live service 8.6 and... And the AD carry role is not AD carry anymore, by the way. It's like yin with green switch. Yeah. So when I'm playing solo queue now, I feel like the game is already so different than the one I'm going to be playing on stage on Saturday. So it is. I think up until playoffs, there's just no point really to dive deep into the patch and there's just way too many changes and it's not even worth to like adapt to them, you know? Mm. So you just focus on being good as a team, like the, the core values of how you need to function as a team, like communication, you know, all the yeah, all the standard yeah. stuff yep. everyone ever always mentions. So I think that's what most people put their emphasis on. But I would say though there there's been more good teams this split than than usual. Like usually there's like two or maybe three, if we're lucky, good teams. But I think this split there's been I mean the four that are remaining. Yeah. Are, are the good teams that cool. have always been kind of good. I mean, I mentioned last time I was here, Splice is good, and you guys were not that hyped yet, but then... Then we jumped on the hype yeah. train, and to now be, okay, we keep being forced away from Splice, the hype train. We were... We doubted Splice for a very long time, so they did win win out in the end, though. They, yeah, were, they I, did. Feel like, I feel like I'm always cheating, you guys, because I have the scrim knowledge, and I know that what people are doing in scrim, if they have the right environment, is eventually gonna show on stage. So when I was here with you guys last time, we were screaming a lot of Splice games, right? And I told you that they would they would eventually, mm -hmm. you know, become really good. And it took them like two weeks to figure out the early game, right? And then they become... <sighs> the secret is out. This is why we invite Reckless. Much better. So we figure out who's going to be good for that week and we can predict mm -hmm. them to win. All right. I do want to hit off, though. Thank you again for the Twitter question. Um, meta, interesting how it has an effect. But I do want to, like, focus up for one final look at these semifinals. I know yes. we get to talk a lot about it on broadcast. But we've heard kind of you guys argue for the opposite team. I do want to hear you now make kind of a, a quick argument for yourselves. It doesn't have to be 60 seconds. But um, so starting with you, Perks, like how do you see G2 beating Splice? Like what is what is the focus here? And of course, Ooh. don't give anything away in terms of scrim details or otherwise. But like how confident are you? Um, what score do you expect to have? Kind of I, those things. I think we are just playing uh, a little better than ever as a team right now. And we are communicating a little better. And our macro understanding is on a higher level right now than it was before and everyone is like so willing to improve and win and it's I mean it's same for everything right like hopefully mm. at least like but I think that we have an edge in terms of in-game leadership over splice and I think without if we prepare like for best of series preparation is very important preparation and adaptation right so I think we should be able to prepare and out better than them and I can see us winning 3-1 this series really comfortably. Mm -hmm. Just to add in some quick thoughts from the outside regarding this matchup. Um, Spices, they will have a problem in the early game that the one lane teams have tried to attack against G2 was the bot lane, but the one lane that never wins early, or at least not the last many, many weeks, is Spices' bot lane. Uh, the way they've gotten advantages is go top 24-7 uh, with Zerze, uh, get... Odamna ahead on a carry has been very successful, but that's what G2 are going to do. And as Perk said before, there is a it's gonna be quite a battle between Odamna and Wanda. He thinks obviously Wanda is gonna have the upper hand. I, I wanna see it first. I, I can see Zerse Odamna be successful in some of the games, but I think generally 
the trio of Perks, Yankers, and Wonder should win topside. Mm. And because the bot lane should not really be struggling against Copy and Kasing in the laning phase, then it becomes pretty difficult unless Spice shows us something new. Maybe they play around bot side. Uh, they change it up or something. But I think if they want to consistently win early games against G2, they have to change something. Um, late game, however, and I'm not confident that G2 will cleanly close out every single game because we haven't seen them play in two weeks. And when we saw them, it was a bit of a rough patch uh, and moment for G2. I can see some uh, late games where Spice can actually come back. Uh, I, I agree with Perks, though, when it comes to predicting. And I was originally at 3-2 for G2, but I think 3-1, the more I think about it, and also based a little bit on the quarterfinals. Um, but again, I haven't seen G2 in scrims, so I can just trust the Perks is telling me and Rex is telling me they're looking great. I mean, our scrims are like hit or miss. Honestly, our scrims are not that great, but we are like the way we are playing... Just the way that we are communicating and giving feedback and playing together is like we lose or win as a team now. Before, it was more like we would lose lanes and not do anything and just just go roll over and probably just like die. But now when we lose lanes, we do stuff as a team. And when we win lanes, we win lanes as a team. It, right? It's more of a team thing instead of like an individual thing or mm -hmm. like, like I said, leaving our bottom behind and uh, not communicating well enough with them and just giving them up and going topside or something. Like this stuff should not, doesn't and shouldn't happen anymore, right? So I just have a lot more confidence in us and confidence in us that we are actually a good team now compared to what we were two, three weeks ago. So I can see us playing a lot better than we were. So it's good to know. I do... Um... I want to kind of round out the G2 versus Spice discussion with some predictions. Perks, 3-1. Feeling good? Deficio, you said you were feeling 3-2. Now you're feeling 3-1. You're jumping back and forth. I am going 3-2 G2. I'm going 3-0 G2. You're going 3-0? I think they're going to smash in three games. All right, I'm going 3-2 with Deficio here. I, I, I feel like Splice... I, I'm willing to believe, kind of like you are, that Oda Wamne will get outclassed by Wonder, but I, oh, have, I, I have to oh, see Oh, you mean it. Perks or me? Yeah, you, well, you were saying... I didn't say he was going to get outclassed. No, you said you're willing to believe that Wonder can just... I, I just think that if it's over five games, I think the Wonder, Yankos, Perks trio is going to win more early games than the Splice one. Sure. I'm willing. I'm actually willing to just 100% believe that Wonder can outclass Oda Wamne. I just want to see it. What about the in-game leadership that you mentioned before? That's Yankos, right? More, like, a lot of Yankos. Because mm. when I played with him with All Stars, he was really talkative. Like he, he's very just outspoken. a very good early game yeah. uh, leader. He's, yeah, like he, his early game leading is honestly really, really insane. And he's yeah, that's what I felt as well. When I with like him. his early game is just really crazy good. And we had problems of what to do actually after early game. And we are just working together to make early game plans more better. And after twenty minutes, if we struggle with macro, I can step in. Yeah. really easily and it's right now everyone else everyone else has bigger understanding of the game like higher understanding of the game as well so it's easier for me to just focus on myself compared to as before i would actually have a lot of random deaths because i would look at what my teammates are doing mm -hmm. all the time in the game i would not look at what i was doing and i would try to micromanage everyone on the map well as a, i should stop doing that and now i have a lot more trust as well so is it's just better for me as an individual. Like I can easier show my star power when my team is good than when I am focused like playing for everyone.
Makes uh, sense. I was just curious. I, I yeah. had a yeah. lot of good memories with Janko, so I wanted to ask. I mean, I think it's a good thing to ask because it's not something that we check in with a ton. And it's one of those things where, like, we're always towing the line when we invite you guys on right before your match about, like, asking too deep of questions, giving things away from how a team works or, or what they're prepping. So, I mean, good to hear uh, kind of that insight. Uh, now on the opposite side, though, Fnatic versus Vitality. I want to get some predictions as well. Before we do that, Reckless, I'd like to hear... You've you've voiced a lot of like fears for how you lose to Vitality. Let's see. Let's ha- how well, I'm not win? scared. I think we can we can beat them. You know. Yeah. I don't think it's like. Is it a three uh, like you predicted for G two versus Spice? No, I think our early game is not good enough to win three games cleanly. But I think at the same time we should not be able to lose three early games. So. I mean, you might lose I, three I early games, it, but then you come back later. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think like three early games will make three games lost. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think we should, worst case, be able to, I mean, I would put pretty, pretty like 3-2 for us, yeah. 3-2? Really? Oh, okay. I think we're going uh, to do, do 3-1 as well. I, I'm, on, I'm on 3-1 Fnatic. 3-1 Fnatic. Mm. There's one game where Vitality will snowball early. Yeah, yeah. Think, one game for sure. Yeah, right? they like, get the Baron, you know, looks good, like, they win. It might be the first game and yeah, everyone like panics. The one game, you know? I'm pretty sure they will do it, but like the other games, Fnatic should step up and there's going to be one game where they're going to snowball early game, but they're not going to get a Nash. Exactly. <laughs> Everything's going to come back. Like, I can't really see all of these things happening. Uh, yeah, 3-1 Fnatic. I just, I don't know, I just feel like I'm, I always have a bit of PTSD from from last year, you know. There's like semifinals in general. Like, there's been a lot of semifinals since since I was successful, I guess. I mean, you can still consider me a successful individual because I've still achieved a lot, right? Even though we haven't won anything, I've still made it far in a lot of tournaments I've participated in. But I still feel this PTSD from semifinals because 2016 semifinals we lost to you guys. 2017 both semifinals. We and one Misfits, one G2, yeah. yeah. So now we're here again. Not really a good track record against G2. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so tell, tell me and tell, tell the Fnatic fans why this team is going to be different in the semifinal. Like, what is because it? Because we have Joey. Joey is, is the factor. Yeah. He's the main. I one. think our biggest issue actually last year in the semifinals. I think 2016 semifinals we should have lost that one. We were not a good team in 2016 spring, so. It was understandable that we dropped that series to you guys, regardless of how the team were uh, at the time. I think there's just no way we win three Nexuses against you guys. Like yeah, you guys were way too good at that time. So that that was okay with me. I was okay with losing that semifinals. I felt like we didn't deserve to be there in the first place. Anyways, like I think the IEM tournament was cool and everything. We got mm-hmm. second there and it was all all good. But we randomly beat Vitality in our quarterfinals that 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 spring split, and we shouldn't have done that either. So it was yeah just a surprise to be there in the first place. But for last year. I think we deserved to be in semifinals both splits. Uh, even the spring one where we just made it by by one game, I still felt like we deserved it. And uh, I felt like the the reason why we didn't win either of those series was because we couldn't pull it together when it really mattered. You know, we were getting stressed out. Our mental mental game wasn't in the best state. I felt like we were just putting way too much pressure on ourselves as well. Like, for example, in the Misfit series last summer, we were just expected to smash them 3-0 mm-hmm. yeah. not only from the outside but from yeah, ourselves yeah, as well okay. so as soon as we gave up like one kill in the early game in game one it was already boom you know wow it was already how do we win it was already you know those questions being asked and uh, i think when you get to that point it's really hard to pull it together unless you have someone from the outside that has the control you know like we were kind of in control last year as, as players and i think we didn't have like a front figure within the team other than myself maybe I mean me and Jesses and Soas are 
were kind of veterans, but at the same time, I felt that we were also emotional. So it was hard to pull the team together, you know, so and be like the guy that, that does everything. Your, so your argument, and I like all this, I like the history and the context here as to why the guy on the outside is important, but just to be clear, your final message to Fnatic fans as to why you're going to win semifinals, you're going to make it to finals is, we have Young Buck. Exactly. I think, damn, we were a good Shout team last year, Buck, and we're a good team now. <laughs> the only difference is that now we will not tilt, hmm. and we will not fall short, regardless of how the first game goes, regardless of how the second game okay. goes. You know, The series will end when there's three games won by either team. It's not going to be like last year. And okay. that's because of Joey. I think that's a very good yeah, message. Little, yeah. Very that's good message to the fans. Because that is actually one of the concerns I see a lot of people have. Is it's hard to... You can look at all the numbers and all the games Fnatic have played and said they are the best team. But if, as you said, if you guys just collapse after one game, then it doesn't matter, right? Because I felt like it was actually the same when we guys uh, played you guys in the Spring Split last year of the semifinals. Because we won the first game really convincingly. The second game, we had 10k gold lead and we, then we threw it, right? And normally after the second game, you just feel like oh, we just threw the game, we can just win the Series 3-1, right? Yeah, yeah. But we felt like the Series was lost, lost yeah, yeah. I saw you guys face after the second game. Yeah. And when you think back at it, it's it's crazy how it can be like this because we were 1-1 in a Series that should have been 2-0, so there's no reason for us to ever... I mean, it kind of makes sense because you, like, you guys are kind of like... I mean, we're cheesy. You guys, sure. are, you guys are cheesy and you're using picks. But we were good. You, you guys were, we yeah, were playing. Yeah, yeah. You guys, were, you guys were playing good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys are playing good together. I, I, you guys were not a bad team. Yeah, exactly. And it was but same for Summer. Like we were the, playing good League of Legends as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So there's no reason to get stressed out. Just take it easy, you know? Yeah, it's right? true. Every game is 0-0. Zero, zero. No 1-1, no 2-1, one, 1-2. One, no one, one, yeah, yeah, not not true, like that, true. you know? Just 0-0 zero, zero every game. <clears throat> and Joey will control the mental warfare all right and then do we blame joey if you there lose? you go there okay. we go so I don't no, you can blame me if, <laughs> if we lose because usually i have a big part of why we win or lose so if you feel all like right. you need someone and just flame reckless i love it fine flame flame him. love joey flame reckless those are the takeaways i mean i must be like the most experienced flame like flamed person in the history of there's so Biden, us so, so us is in there as well yeah exactly we have like the well, you don't remember the perks after his first MSI trip? I mean, That's there's a true. lot of, there's yeah, a lot like, of people getting here, bro. <laughs> I've, been, I've been like here and here <laughs> and here. He's drawing a roller coaster yeah. right now for anyone wondering. Very Actually, that's, a, that's a topic that I found uh, very, very interesting, like how cocky players transitioned from yeah. being like incomplete to very complete players, you know? For example, how... I mean, you're a really good example, right? Like you're really cocky in your first bit, but you were not actually... I mean, you were really good, right? I but remember, you were not the I, player you are now. Now you're much better I, than you were yeah, back then. I mean, of course. I remember you were telling me. I remember you were telling me. Um, you were telling me, uh, like, uh, why are you trolling in solo queue? Like, you are so good or something. And I was like, I was just ending in solo queue, right? Yeah. Like, I, I was, I was ending in solo, and I was like, I was just taking it. Like, I thought I was like so much better than everyone else, right? So you didn't have to try. Like, right? I thought I was like, oh, I'm, I'm smurfing in the LCS, and everyone is so, so boosted. <laughs> I'm just going on stage, and I feel like I, I, I have like my mouse moves that is faster than anyone else's mouse, <laughs> so I can't lose. Yeah, that was not a very good mindset to have, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but Let's yeah, right now, like, I feel like the same. But I feel like I can get so much better all the time, right? Yeah. So like I feel like when I'm playing, I can get always better, and it's just so entertaining, right? Because I can, I'm so good, but I can be whoa, so much better, you know? Like yeah. there's no hope. There's no hope. <laughs> but for I think everyone. there's a lot of players uh, <laughs> that are notorious for being like very outspoken, right? Like Doublelift, Julius, who, I mean, for example, in Doublelift's case, I think he also dropped the cocky part. Some, somewhere along his career and got much better. Yeah, I mean, he's still sure. very outspoken. Still there, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not the same anymore. Like when yeah. I played him back in the day, like 2013, 
maybe even 2012, when he was really cocky. And before every game, he would just say that I have no chance. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think he was a good player. I thought it was easy to play against him. But then he dropped that part, actually improved. And now when I play against him, he's actually a good player. You know, yeah, yeah. Now he's mm -hmm. actually a good player. And I feel like the same for Julius. He is very cocky, but he's not actually... I mean, he's really good, but it's, it's again, an incomplete player that could be complete yeah, yeah, if he yeah. just drops this act and actually looks at... What can I do to become mm. better? You know, yeah. We really not like just the trash cease, talk, like, We like don't drop it entirely. Yeah, we, we like we trash want talk. some trash. Talk. I mean, sure, you should keep your persona, right? I don't think yeah. he's faking yeah, it by yeah. any means. I think this is how he is. But I also think there has to be a, a line. line somewhere yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you can't improve as well because I feel like he's gonna be stuck here unless he drops his act. Like yeah. eventually, people are gonna catch up to him and become just as good, if not better. And then he has to make a change somewhere. And if you're this cocky, how do you make a change? How do you mm. go to bed at night thinking? Tomorrow I need to improve, you know. If I think, you just believe all the time that you're the best, then no one stands. I mean, a I think the thing is that we learned from talking to Gilius is that he, when he looks back, he can always see with how bad he was, and he like a lot of his belief. Yeah, in, yeah. Exactly. I mean, in that he, case, that's that's great. You know, I just see what yeah, you know, yeah all yeah, the fans yeah, see, right? Um, and I think that's constantly like I'm the best jungler in the world. I mean, sure, he is good, but he is not the best we're, jungler in I the mean, world. We're gonna find out, yeah, because he plays you. Oh my god, if he solo carries against Fnatic, there's a chance he does. He is a good jungler. He would prove all the analysts wrong like he did last week when, for some reason, almost everyone on our broadcasting predicted <laughs> H2K. No, we were 50-50. Oh, okay, all right. So, hey, uh, tiny, quick, super quick question. Sorry, I know we're going very long. <laughs> is it better to predict 3-0 for one team or predict 3-2 for the other team if the game goes all the way to 5? I mean, what are you trying to get? It's like I told you in the beginning. It's good to have a strong opinion. Three two is for cowards. You just, yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of true though. What if you and, and three one is three even two. worse. I think. I think three two. Is, <laughs> come on. <laughs> three two is three one is like a decent okay, one. Okay, but three one is the worst because that's like. It's yeah, safe. I one, believe though. in this team, but they want to be safe, so I say <laughs> one game. <laughs> no, it's more. Just, like, it's more like three one. Like three one is the worst. Just say three zero or three two. Actually, that makes sense. I think it's an even series. Three two, three zero slice. You changing it now? I'm like, okay. Like, Reckless convinced me. You, you convinced me. Yeah. Uh, it's real. But still, three-one fanatic vitality, though, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to run through the predictions. We're, we're having a good time. We're talking about a lot of different stuff, but I do want to kind of round it out here. As a reminder, these are the final predictions from our our group here. Uh, fanatic versus vitality. Reckless is predicting a three-two. Perks is predicting a three-one. Deficio is predicting a three-one. After Reckless is moving speech, I'm going to predict a three-zero. Uh, all to fanatic. All nice. to fanatic. Like there you go. Reckless has predicted a 3-0 for G2 uh, versus Splice. Perks has predicted a 3-0 as well now after Reckless's speech. Deficio still says 3-2. I still say 3-2. I still think it's close. I feel we so we we just all agree that G2 and Fnatic will be in the final in Copenhagen. It's so now all we need to figure out who is the flag barrier. Is that how you think? Yeah, flag barrier. You guys need it, man. Carrier. Carrier. I, I'm gonna predict a 3-2 G2 in the final. Hmm. 3-2 G2 yeah. in the final. See, that would it, actually that, be perfect. That, 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 that is a close series. <laughs> no, that's not okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. He means 3-2. He doesn't care who wins. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, problem. yeah. He just wants games. five games. Okay, so so five. Puts nothing, then, so <laughs> we just get a five-game G2 Listen, final. I always, we talked about this last time you were here, Reckless, but I, I still have dreams about the Stockholm... Origin versus Fnatic five-game final, which was the greatest EULCS moment ever. Yes. If we can get G2, the four-time champions, versus Fnatic, the, the five-time five champions, champions, playing 
in Denmark, of course, the greatest nation <laughs> in the world, uh, go all the way to five games, that would just be perfect. And it my whole family is there as well, seeing me lift that trophy. That's going to be great. It would be hype, man. <sighs> But you gotta you gotta win your semi first, and so don't get too ahead of yourself, yeah. guys. They are painting like <laughs> painting. You lifted the trophy, or <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> nah, I'm just All dreaming. Right. There's our semi-final preview, plus Twitter questions, plus discussions about coaching, plus discussions about some other stuff. Plus Everything some other stuff. but the preview. <laughs> we, we talked about a lot of stuff there. That's that. Uh, now we will move forward. All right, guys. We did predictions, but we realized we didn't make a bet. We didn't have a wager. Now it's difficult because we're all in agreement on this podcast that G2 and Splice are going to make to the finals. G2 and Fnatic. G2 and... <laughs> G2 and Splice can't make it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so at least I didn't say something that could have happened and just be in both of you. Um, so, I have an idea. If either one of you are wrong, and I guess all of us would be wrong at this point, but let's say Fnatic or G2 I mean, don't. if we both lose, we both do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you both get here it is. We yeah, figured yeah. it out out there. I'm not going to lie to you guys. So let's just lay it out. I was going to try to like set it up a little bit, but here's the deal. If Fnatic or G2 do not make the finals, so if they're playing in the third place match, on the day of finals, they have to come in before the crowd gets there and stand on stage with the trophy in a giant pulza costume. Giant sausage costume. Giant sausage costume. Danish sausage costume. I don't know how we're going to distinguish that. We're we definitely going to get one. It's pretty easy. And say how great it is to be there next to the trophy. Film it, upload Film it. Film it, upload it. We'll play it on broadcast. And how excited you are. And for... how excited you are for the other one. If one of you makes one. it and the other one doesn't. And, then and if we both miss it, it, then we can just walk around. And if you both miss it, we just go dance together. Yeah. Yep. If they both miss it, which is We can maybe... all like, cry on the, on the trophy. <laughs> yeah, if they both miss it, they both have to do it. We will get two sausage costumes. They will both go on stage and say how happy they are for Splice and Vitality to be playing in their first finals. And if we both make it. Then I want to propose one thing. Okay. Uh, I'm probably already doing a bit of the crowd warm-up together with hopefully Quickshot. So I want to propose, if you both make it, Daniel Dracos, as the man who came up with this bit, oh, no. needs to wear the sausage costume and actually be part of the crowd warm-up. Yeah. That, that's so a good he one. will be there with the crowd, with me and Trevor, saying hello to the crowd on the finals. No, day. he needs to dance like a chicken. Dance like a chicken. Yeah. The Wait, chicken we, dance. But this is in the case that we both make it. Yeah. This is if you both make the final. Then we then, should both do it. No, it's Drake is getting punished for this. Why am I oh, getting punished? I don't I see. You guys are doing the... You, you just focus okay, on okay, playing. Okay, okay. I was thinking, hmm, okay, so you take away our prep time no, to no, walk no, around. No, 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 no. That's on Drake. Here's the deal. This is fine for me, Martin, except you have to wear a sausage costume too. Because either way, at this point, we're getting two sausage costumes. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, because look, I, I, I predicted them both to win, right? And so did you. We all agreed in predictions. So if this is going to be a punishment scenario where... I, well, you know, yes. Then you have to suffer this too. You can't single me out here. <laughs> oh, I was hoping <laughs> so I could get away with it and the players would like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are like, yeah, but it's even better with you. Both of us... Okay, so either way, people can expect. Either way, nice there will be sausage, sausage costumes video. on yeah. stage. But sausage party on so stage. So <laughs> I have to go straight to the cast of this after we've done the warm up. I guess I have time to take it off. Yeah. Yep. Probably. You just take your. Suit I mean, you can do it without the head, usually, right? I mean, on. it's usually like a normally the head. Yeah, that's fine. We'll figure you it out. You know what? We'll that way, you don't out. ruin your hair. Or I feel like it's a horrible. A bet for us, like the well, chance. It's just as bad for us. <laughs> I guess for you, it's even worse because the, the I mean, crowd the, is going to be there, right? Yeah. So we don't have to get embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, embarrassed so this is only all. if they both win. So if they one both blows, if one win. of you guys loses, we both get out of this. This is so. That's true. This oh, is I feel that's like true. That's, that's true. true. That's true. 
So who is on my you side? You guys are trading your, your... Who is on which side? So, so if, if I lose... If you lose... Then it's only me and you one of you guys? Or no, no, just you. Actually, <laughs> I'm going to be on you. the perk side here because I think seeing a Swedish man on stage in Denmark in a sausage costume... <laughs> no, but <laughs> you guys, you guys, okay, the you guys are the casters, proud. right? You guys are the casters and you want to see this final. So you have to sacrifice something, like your shame for the final, right? Oh, for the G2 Hunting finals, for the hype finals, you right. have to sacrifice yeah. your shame. I'm in. We got yes. it. Nice. Oh, this Let's is gonna be the, the best and worst thing we've ever done. Hype. I All know right. we we had one we ordered online like two years ago, Primetime League. Uh, We're gonna figure it out. Like We're gonna get another one. Thing. All right, to recap. Ugh. If Fnatic or G2, either one and or both, do not make the finals, the people who do not make the finals will come on stage in a sausage costume and make a lovely video promoting the trophy that the teams playing for the final get to play for. Now, if they both make the final and we get the, the fabled G2 Fanatic final that many uh, people are predicting, both Deficio and I will dress up in sausage costumes and do the crowd warm up. Yes. What about Trevor? Is he not wearing one? Trevor isn't a part of this. You can't just make him wear a sausage <laughs> I mean, Maybe if he wants to wear a sausage costume. We can't do bets with people that aren't here. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. All My right. family's going to be there. Same. Uh. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> oh. All right. Now, the last part of this prediction thing is we wanted to kind of expand it a little bit to just get some more predictions since obviously it's not the regular season anymore. We don't have 10 games a day or 10 games a week, rather. Um, we wanted to try this thing called Over Under. It's something that I still want to give a shout out to Countdown for kind of kicking off. And so I'm going to go through four statements. There's two about perks. There's two about reckless. And we can predict Over Under on what is actually going to happen in the game. So for Reckless, I'm going to ask you to predict for Perks. And for Perks, I'm going to ask you to predict for Reckless. And we predict for both. And we predict for both, yes. So right. Reckless cannot predict for himself. No. Cool. Well, can I say what I think still after you? You can, you can say yeah, what you yeah, think for yeah. sure, for sure. All I just right. don't want to in any way imply stakes where you could be like, mm, you know, we're winning this game pretty hard. I could die one more time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't ever want to walk into that point. scenario. That's so you're point. not allowed to predict for your for your own stuff. All right. All right. Let's go. Um, all right. So the first statement, this one is about Perks. Perks will die eight times in his series versus Splice. Under. Now, under. All right. Well, here's the statistic to back it up before you make anything else. He has 39 deaths over 19 games. So it's a little less than two deaths per game on average. So that means if we go five games. If we go five games, he should be... In theory, over eight. Then I'm wrong anyways about my prediction, so then I might as well be wrong about this too. So you're saying Perks will die less than eight times? Yes. That's under from Reckless' side. Hmm. You're better. He's, he's, he's <laughs> going against Nisky. I don't think he's going to... Yeah, he's I not going to die early game against I agree. Nisky. I agree on other... I, mean, I might. I, I entered against you old cold Zach, so... Yeah, but they don't gank mid, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to go under. You going under as well? Well, I'm going over. Yeah. I think as Perks. Usual. Perks is gonna like. I got a three-two prediction. Perks is gonna into. Uh, Perks uh, yeah. is gonna die. <laughs> um, I say he dies more than eight times. What happens if he actually dies eight times? Then he just nullified. Then we're just not nullified. Okay, cool. Then my random number that I picked that was somewhat statistically relevant will be correct. I'm going over him. Next one, a little less uh, flamey. Reckless is going to have an average of plus 15 CS at 15 minutes for average across his entire series. Currently, he has an average of plus 9.8, so almost 10 in his favor. But I, my, the reason I picked a higher number is it seems like we talk about mini troop X Jackal not being as lane dominant. It seems like 
you can probably crush it out in the CS So basically department. you're saying that Reckless will be 15 CS ahead of Mini True Packs on average. On average. At 15 minutes. At 15 minutes is when we'll, we'll uh, more This market. is too extreme, no. This is like an under. No, this is uh, this is just, a, this is honestly, this is like really extreme. I no way. I don't know, you got a 3-1 prediction that it could be some games where the Fnatic bot lane wins really hard. Oh, you do have a 3-1. Yeah, one. but I think that, as I said, Fnatic, Fnatic Vitality bot lane will like they will win early game at least two games i mm. think like not not bot lane but like bot me jungle will win early game at least two games i that's how i see it and by that he already cannot have cs advantage in my opinion oh he could so, definitely have cs advantage. Oh, you know, about it, that. it's his mid lane at dying is it at 15 or what at 15 yeah, minutes, minutes. Yeah, yeah, 15. yeah so he uh, no it, it, i'm going under. i'm going over I'm going, uh, yeah, actually, we want to go over, but um, so is that 15 minutes? It's 15 CS on average. So I'm going under just because it's on average, but I think there will be a game or two where he's actually above that. I mean, there will be a game where he's reckless with Flame Horizon and NMA AD for sure. <laughs> At 15 minutes. Yeah. And that would get him to the 15 average. Do you know all it takes is one Flame Horizon and then be an even all for right. the rest of the What series? do you got there, Reckless? Uh, how, I mean, it really depends on how they play. If they leave me alone, then I'm over or... 15, yeah, 15 yeah. plus. Um, if they don't leave me alone, then I'm under. It really just depends. If Ooh. they want to spend resources on shutting me down, my then I'm under. Otherwise, right. I'll be over. Yeah. Next one, the second one for perks is perks will deal 32% of his team's damage. 32? Yeah, currently he does about 30. Pretty pretty average for, or slightly above average, I think, for mid laners, given thing, but pretty average for mid laners. I would many. say under. Yeah, you think person gonna do? You think he's gonna be on that like Galio mid dog no. duty in the mid lane? I think he will be on a carry, but I also think there's gonna be more carries in G2 esports. See, that's what I'm thinking too. That's so one. there's no way he gets 32. Ah, no way he gets 32. You say so? Caps and you are both above 32 on average. Yeah, but we don't play carry top laners. It, I don't know, fair enough, fair enough. But Caps is like on near 40, I think, for most of the sport. True. He was abusing uh, with us here in Corky. Uh, <laughs> nice. So, I can't do anything. So I'm trying, but I can't. Of his team scene. There's a chance that it just becomes the Wonder Perk Show. Mm. And they deal all the damage, and Janin is trying to get to late game, but never gets there because they've already won the early game. Um, but then he will never have 32. You cannot get 32% in the early game. There's not uh, enough damage true. to deal. No, yeah, I mean, because yeah. it's percentage-based, right? Yeah, so yeah. It's total. So, it's total so it, it doesn't actually game. matter how much... Yeah, it, I, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, uh, as a carry, it's hard to deal almost more damage than your like, jungler early game. Because support in jungle... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying the game ends at like 15 minutes. It's but. just, it, the longer the game goes, the support kind of goes up with your early game, right? But then at some point, the support stops and you just keep going. So yep. the longer the game goes, the more percentage you get. Just but then Yannan suddenly kicks in and he starts going up and that might pull Perks down a little bit. Well, you know, put yeah. on Boris duty. There needs to be a sweet spot where Perks ends the game at like so now, 30 minutes. So now Perks is going to tell his coach, can we draft Guys, the... Corky meet uh, <laughs> no, the I'm going over. Give me some CC. <laughs> I'm going over. Perks, some CC, guys. Perks going to carry. Wasn't there an Orn 80 carry at some point in some region? Orn <laughs> 80 carry. Uh, yeah, maybe you can ask Jarnan. Are you serious? Orn yeah. Yeah, Actually, like, wasn't that the GAM team? I think it was. I think it was, was a signated carry. Yeah. Sound, sound, sound. You can always ask right. if they want to play this. What are you saying, saying, Perks? I'm results. saying over. Reckless is under. I think over. I think Perks is going to... So we both go it. and Perks will deal more than 32% of his team's damage mm -hmm. and Reckless yeah, is you under. You guys really have high trust in me. <laughs> I have to say, I'm going to have to do something. Come on, no you pressure. do 30 now. We just need to do 2% <laughs> more. Or 3% more. Here's the one. 
The last one. Last one. Reckless will die three times over the course of the series. Keep in mind, he currently has a less than one. He dies less than one time per game on average. He has 13 total deaths over 18 games. Mm, Don't break this. Is actually, this this is actually a really tough one because, like, usually I would have, like, I think he's really good at not dying and playing, like, well, but against Vitality. Like, especially against Vitality. It's hard to play well against Vitality. I think that he might die. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that he might die or he might be behind it. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I have a, I have this feeling that, that like, like he has, you know, Fanatic can actually lose to Vitality, right? Okay. So Ooh. I think that he will actually, like, I would say, he, like, usually like, I would say he's going to have zero deaths, right? He's going to die. But I think I might, I might have to go over with this one. Like I, I would say over as well. Like I, I, would, I, I really want to. I really want <laughs> to say, say over. I, just, I told I you mean, not to vote on this. One. It's, it's okay. Like I'm already mentally prepared to get cheesed. You know. <laughs> so I would. Look, I would. There is no I would be such surprised. thing as cheese on the strategy. Yeah. That's what okay. Sure. Said. <laughs> sure. Hmm. I'm mentally prepared to get strategized. Uh -huh, there you go. Right. I'm going over to you. It's just if you guys both going over. You can just go yeah. over as well. This isn't like a you have to be the bad cop <laughs> you pick kind this of scenario. Or I pick this. But I got, so the thing is, he's gonna get ca ganked in the early game. That's I will, for sure. but I will not fall behind. You cannot put me behind. That's why we predict. <laughs> I predicted in favor of you on the CST thing. I think that he will die with getting the CS. Like he's gonna play Tristana. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna get ganked. He's gonna run down like proxy the base. I think, I think you have to stop. Okay, so you you started with he's gonna play Tristana. And then you have to stop. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he cannot die with Tristana. Okay, okay. And now you can go next. Actually, it really, next... it really depends. Next if he plays Tristana or not. If he plays Tristana, he's zero deaths. If he doesn't, he plays. He okay. dies for sure. I'm he going dies. under. Uh, Tell is gonna put all the focus on camping mid, and then they're gonna lose late game anyway. And, yeah, they're, then, then, um, and then yeah, Reckless is not going to die uh, more than three the, 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 But if they put this their is all... Actually, this is actually a really hard one. So like, you're saying yeah. they're putting all the resources mid, but they're never coming to me. No, because by the time they're done mid, we go into a Baron phase, and okay. then you're fine. <laughs> I'm glad you have so much trust I think, in my well, okay, I, think I do as well. I, I just really, I really, I really wonder what the draw going to be. Okay, I'm actually going to go with under as well. After all things, I think that what's going to happen is that Reckless is not going to be too bad to die. So he's going to give a bot turret. And he's gonna collect some farm. He's gonna get two or three items, and he's not gonna die. And then gonna carry along. Sounds okay. about right. Sounds okay. about me. So we got two under, one above, and it's only three deaths in the best of five. Oh my god! All right, guys, that's the dream. Well, there's your over unders. That was an absolute mess. That was really good. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I, had, <laughs> I, I had to like really think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's know? it's tough. Good brain exercise. Thanks. I believe in cap as well. I do. Caps boxer, like man. If I was a midland, I would really want to watch caps versus Jisuki. It's one Smurfer against hey, another. Hey, if you're a viewer, you should definitely watch as well. It's Temper on Saturday okay. they play, and you should definitely also watch the other semifinal. <laughs> Friday and Saturday, That's ULCS. on Friday. Oh. One day <laughs> starts really at 6 p.m., one day starts at 5 p.m. And also, you should watch them play in Copenhagen, so go get your tickets. Available on eu.lvsports.com. <laughs> and check Twitter for Sausage Party. <laughs> and check Twitter for the Sausage Ones. The yes. Sausage Party bet is here. All right, that was a, a rambly episode for sure, folks, but I, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to both Perks and Reckless for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Deficio was here, too. Uh, are we yes. going to do the last perks play-by-play? Play? Okay. I, I yes, to send you out. It's been a long episode, but to reward you for your diligence in staying here, we have one final perks play-by-play. Play. Yes. This is the one. So you I'll ready, perks? Back. I'll go back. Wait, are you guys going to stay here? Or something on YouTube for hmm? them?
How do how do people know what is casting? Oh, they have no clue. They have no clue. All That's right. the art of casting. Yeah, okay. That's like they you gotta know. be able to describe. Yeah, yeah, you ready? Exactly. I, okay, okay. Do I start here or do I start backwards? I mean, you can put it but five I, seconds back. I, but I don't know where. where okay, I will just go now. So right now, okay. So Fnatic just got an ace, and no, Fnatic just got three kills, and they're running it down mid, and Reckless is going through the base, and Reckless is hitting creeps, and he he's walking, and they're buffing the minion base, and. Corky is poking with rockets and Broxai goes in, Broxai EQ flash, boom, ult, Reckless, oh, Reckless with the auto-attacks, oh, he just auto-attacks, oh, Reckless is not auto-attacking, <laughs> <laughs> he's not auto-attacking, Reckless is not auto-attacking, I repeat, enemy heavy carry is not auto-attacking, Reckless is hitting the Nexus, he's hitting the Nexus, his team is dying, Reckless is hitting the creeps, Q, boomerang, bomb, oh, ricochet, oh, Reckless is not hitting anyone yet, <laughs> I'm lying, he's really not auto-attacking, <laughs> oh, but, UL Cole is trying to up a Reckless, and Reckless, he, he is looking for it, he wants it. Oh, the dodge on Arkan W, the walk forward, uh, Reckless, what is he doing? He's, holy shit, that, this is a man, this on my screen is a man. Ends the game, one versus five, one versus nine, uh, what a game, what a performance by Martin Reckless Larson. Zero Texan champions, but wins the game. <laughs> Thanks. What, what a performance. But how was I supposed to out there? <laughs> Like, okay, right. so <laughs> before we end, this is really important for all the silver mains out no, there. No, no, they, they Jarvan... don't even know what game you're talking <laughs> no, about. No, they will figure out. Okay, so if Jarvan ults and you're a silver, you're 500 range, you cannot auto-attack if the guy is on the other side of the ult. <laughs> it's not possible. You cannot click him. You can just walk around and he can walk around. <laughs> no, because the Nexus was here. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yes. I couldn't walk there. And then when the Saya flashed on me, I had to back because she had two, three feathers. So I dodged the last feather by walking back. Otherwise, yeah. I got snared and died right. in the spot. There you guys have it. You guys have to trust me. All right, this is for those who want to try to figure this out. This is Fnatic versus Unicorns of Love, week four, day one. This is the final fight where Reckless heroically takes the Nexus without auto attacking a champion. That's why Medic is third on my list. He didn't flame me. I would have put the Fischio, but the Fischio memed me. All right, guys, there you have it. That is the episode 10 of Euphoria. We'll talk to you guys next week.